What up, cryptids and milks? I'm your host, Amanda. And I am Ella, and you are entering the triangular country mm. of Scully Nation, where the flashlights are flickery and the blazers are boxy. Mm. Although less boxy this time. Yes, they're yeah. beautifully form-fitted. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is an X-Files rewatch podcast, where we rewatch the X-Files, and then we talk about it. This is my first time watching. This is my... I have to say my third time watching, right? Oh, that's funny. Okay. It's my third time watching. That's quite funny. Um, Although, actually, it's probably more because I've seen this episode a lot. Wow. Why is that? So I'm just lying. You little freak. I'm just lying. (laughs) Well, as you have almost certainly guessed, tonight Mm -hmm. is an exciting night. I'm sorry. Is it an exciting night? It's a a triangular night. Yeah, it's a pointy night. It's a pointy night. Mm -hmm. Okay, it's a pointy night because we are talking about season six, episode three, Triangle. Mildred's Maine. Hmm? Where am I? You're in a hospital. Oh. Lie still. I feel like hell. I don't blame you. You've been through the ringer, I'd say. What happened to me? You did something incredibly stupid. What did I do? You went looking for a ship, Mulder. In the Bermuda Triangle. This episode aired on November 22nd, 1998. It was written by Chris Carter. It was directed by Chris Carter. A double Chris. <laughs> double Chris. Chris squared. It should be It should be three Chris's, right? He well, probably did something else, too. I bet he did. Did he, he like... provided emotional support. <laughs> I don't know. He um, probably did some editing. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you... <laughs> Are you if you're if you're feeling mm-hmm. sad? Um, mm-hmm. Have you tried not? Um, have you tried not doing that? <laughs> Hi, I'm Chris Carter. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. Thanks, Chris. That was my impression. Um, that's pretty spot on. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll have some things to say about his commentary track <laughs> a little later. He's on our shit. Like, no, <laughs> he's fine. Um, yes, he's living his life. He is, and we're happy for him. Mm-hmm. This episode takes place in the Bermuda Triangle. In the Sargasso Sea. Mm -hmm. And a short plot synopsis. Mulder goes in search of a ship that disappeared in the Bermuda Triangle in 1939. But when he gets on board, Mulder finds that he and all of the passengers and crew, including some strangely familiar faces, are still stuck in the past. (gasps) Dun, dun, dun. Oh, my Lord. Well, you know what that means. That means it's time to talk about the episode. Let's hop on into the boat. And, I would love to hop and on and blast our way to the Bermuda Triangle. Okay, and get lost. Is there any meat involved, or um, not this week? I guess I don't you know. Scared me a little bit. Uh, what kind of meat do we got? Time travel. I mean, meat? triangular meat. Yeah, but... triangular meat. <laughs> we right. got triangular meat. I like blasting off into a boat better, though. Let's yeah. do that. Let's do that. I mean, there might be. I can go like, hungry this week. There's like fish meat on the boat. Yes, all boats have fish meat on them. Yes, yes, yes. Famously. Every... I mean, they probably do. I mean, maybe not every single one ever. Not every, but many. Well, I yeah. guess. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. We open on a long, <laughs> leisurely shot uh, from under the water, looking up at what appears to be a shipwreck in the Sargasso Sea in mm-hmm. the Bermuda Triangle. The uh, wide Sargasso Sea. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> maybe the little Jean Reese. Action. Okay. All right. That... You you looked up the name. I didn't. No, oh, I don't. Didn't, didn't. I don't know if okay, that's right. Wait, wait. I'll tell you. <laughs> I think that's right. Jean Reese represents. You're correct. Yeah, I've read White Sargasso Sea. Not to brag. I haven't. 
I probably own it if you want to borrow it. I'll, I'll read it. I'll read it at some point. It's pretty yeah. good. Yeah. You know. <clears throat> um, anyway, so the camera's underwater. It's looking up. We see uh, like a life preserver, bits of broken ship. We see that the ship is called the Lady Garland. And we eventually pass over to Mulder, <gasps> who is floating, seemingly passed out, face down in the water, which is not typically the way you want to be floating. Or dead. In the water. Or, I'm oh, sorry, he's dead. There's yeah. little air bubbles coming out of his mouth, so we know he's fine. All right. For now. But it's, it's, it's pretty risky. Scary. Yeah. Um, and this is, uh, I guess, I don't know when we bring this up, but this whole episode is filmed in what are essentially meant to look like one shot takes um, mm-hmm. for each act. Yes. And so it, this will continue as a visual language of the episode. Yes. They're not cuts. Excellent. Yes. Um, credits. Mm-hmm. We get a title credits uh watch whatever mm-hmm. um would you like to use you, you speak german I, well <laughs> you can pronounce this one die wahrheit ist irgendwo da draußen wonderful that's better than me <laughs> i was gonna say drauben so oh no that's an s well i said i don't speak german so i didn't know that you're welcome but this is the truth is out there yes. in german nice yes. that's pretty fun uh all right the credits are over. Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> I got scared. We got a stormy sea uh, at night. There's a bunch of English lads hauling Mulder out of the ocean. They're uh, they're fast talking. They're brash. They're uh, you know they're they're old timey. I'm glad you called them lads because I also did. <laughs> they're lads. I mean, <laughs> they are. They're lads. not men. They're lads. These are some real lads. Yeah. 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 yeah for sure. Um, they are very, very rowdy. They drag him out of the ocean. Mulder starts coughing up water. He's very disoriented. He's very confused. He doesn't know what's going on. They just start like punching him and yelling at him. <laughs> they call him like a Jerry. They do. They do. Yeah. They accuse him of, they ask if he speaks German and then they kind of accuse him of being a German spy, which is a little weird. In 1998, huh? That's what? silly. What are you talking about? Um, Mulder is just very wet and confused, which is his natural state. Yes, classic. As always. But he's a little more than usual. Yes. A little he's, bit. He's sopping wet at this point. <laughs> he is. Instead of just damp. Yeah. So he, he says, no, 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 no. I'm not a German spy. I don't know what you guys are talking about. I'm an FBI agent. So he shows them his FBI badge and they read it and they say, Federal Bureau of Investigation. Sorry, mate. Never heard of it. <laughs> and Mulder's <laughs> like, huh? How dare you? That would also be a very funny power move to yes. do right now. Mm-hmm. That I would be tempted to do personally yeah i mean kind of funny yeah but i i feel like that's perhaps a clue that mm. things are not as they seem yes you know and I, and I don't think they were saying his name was jerry i think they were accusing him of being a jerry oh. which is not something we say these days <laughs> about germans <laughs> thank you so much okay um so we we might be dealing with a situation <laughs> a little when are we not a little wacky x-file situation yeah, yeah. sure um, I don't even know. We normally like pass off, you know, between. I know. Cuts. I don't I know, know what to do. Uh, so anyway, they shove him down below decks into a fancy hallway on this like luxury cruiser kind of thing. Yes. Um, Old timey looking. And con- they continue accusing him of being German. They take him to Captain Yarberg's quarters. Which is the, I feel like we should probably keep track of it. This is the second Wizard of Oz reference. Mm, this is the Lady yeah. Garland, Captain Yarberg. Yeah. 
It's a little offensive to me. <laughs> As someone from Kansas, uh-huh. it feels like they are kind of taking my culture mm-hmm. and making fun of it. Yeah, and they're doing this without ever having set an episode in Kansas. Yeah, it's a little interesting, right? <laughs> it's pretty you know, messed up. You're going to set the Kansas episode in, mm-hmm. uh, on a water? That's like the opposite of Kansas. Excuse me. We're like triple landlocked or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's fine. I don't even care. <laughs> So anyway, they they call him like the prisoner and everything. So Mulder's clearly not going to be in a good situation here. And then the captain just kind of punches him in the face a couple times too. Mm-hmm. And he's mm-hmm. like, "What flag do you pledge allegiance to?" And Mulder's like, um, "Seems like a mistake. I feel like there's a mistake here. I was looking for the Queen Anne." And the captain is like, eh, yeah, this is the Queen Anne. And then, like, winds up to punch him again. And <laughs> then Mulder this. just, like, grabs his little hand and, like, puts it down. And he's like, that's enough of that. <laughs> it's a very good response to getting punched. I love that. Yeah. King of de-escalation Mulder yeah. over here. I mean, has anyone ever tried that when they get punched? Just grabbing their fist and saying that's enough right. of that? The problem is you have to, like, have really good timing. You have to, yeah. like, catch their fist. That's true. Which is, like, a whole thing. That's so, true. Um, but, yes, I, I admire this. Yeah. Um, Good, good lad. Good Mulder lad. gets beat up so bad in this episode. Yeah, I have some. <laughs> it's really like not the, okay. The men on this ship enjoy manhandling Mulder. Let's yeah. just say that. Which, well, I mean, fair yeah. enough. Yeah. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's still wrong. <laughs> sure. um, so. Although, you know, maybe Mulder likes it. Maybe. I don't know. He might be into it. If anyone would be. We know that he likes being manhandled by hot nurses. Yes. So what's to say he doesn't like being manhandled by hot sailors? I mean, it's even more being manhandled at mm-hmm, that point, right? Mm-hmm. More man to handle. More man to handle. <laughs> that's, I don't know. that's beautiful. Okay, yeah. Mulder. Okay. All right. Um, so anyway, uh, we learned that Mulder came looking for the Queen Anne, and he even knows their exact location, which... I guess is proof that seems like what a spy would know. Yeah, it does kind of. It doesn't seem like proof that he should be revealing to them. He's like, this is proof that I'm not doing anything wrong. <laughs> yeah, I know your exact location on the Sargasso Sea. Uh, but he also intuits that navigation has been very difficult for the ship, and he's like, that's because you're caught in the Bermuda Triangle, <gasps> and you've popped out into 1998 after this time warp. And the captain's like, I do not have time for this. The <laughs> World War II is happening. I don't know yep. if you've heard. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mulder's like, no, don't worry. There's no war. This is pre-9-11. Don't yeah. worry about it. It's fine. We're in a great spot right now. It's the 90s, babe. For the next 18 months. Forget about it. Nothing's going to happen ever. And the captain is like, no, no, no. Hitler just invaded Poland. There's a bunch of Germans that just boarded our ship. It's 1939. It's 1939. Yes. Which is, I think, the year that The Wizard of Oz came out. So another That reference. feels right, yeah. Uh, very funny. Um, <laughs> it's great. And uh, that's, you know, more power to him. I don't know. That's to it. who? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> to Hitler? No. What is the matter with you? Oh, no, no. Wow. No. Wow. I don't know. Unbelievable. I just don't know how to end my thoughts anymore. There's I no know. Cuts. There's no cuts. I'm panicking. Well, I'll take over. Thank you. Thank you. So, so another officer storms onto the bridge. He says that Germans have taken control of the bridge, um, and they're trying to steer for Germany. So the captain's like, yeah, not under my watch. So everybody leaves. He tells his men to lock Mulder up in his office. I would not do and- that. That's I know, like, don't they have like a, a brig or something? Yeah, whatever. Um, so they leave. They lock Mulder in the office, and Mulder, Mulder is just having a great time. Yeah, he's he's like, it. all right, cool. He's grinning. He's uh, he's loving it because he thinks that they 
came to the future. Yes. He does not perhaps realize that it's possible that maybe he's gone to the past yet. Yes. He thinks he's safe in 1998, but he then goes and tries to call for help on the radio, and then he hears some radio reports um, from 1939 about the World War II breaking out. The World War II (laughs) (laughs) breaking out. So then he realizes that he has, in fact, traveled back to 1939, and he says, oh, shit, and it's uh, interrupted by somebody opening the door. It's very, very funny. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's pretty good. I feel like, you know, they couldn't get away with one fuck per season on network TV. I feel like they could get away with one shit per season, right? As long as they cut off the T. Yeah. They're allowed to say, oh, shit. Yeah. That happened recently. Yes. Um, Oh, that was in Bad Blood. Yep. They did that. Beginning of Bad Blood. Mm -hmm. And he gets both of them, I think. Give Scully a shit. I know. (laughs) Give Scully a shit. (laughs) She needs it. Um, You know she loves to curse. Oh, she curses like a sailor. Does she? Uh, it feels like she would. Hmm. It feels right to me. Like, not, not not normally. Yeah, yeah. But, like, when she's really no. mad. Yeah, you're right. In this episode, she would. Yes. That's true. Yes. That's very true. Okay. Um, yeah, like, not normal Scully, but, like, when she's all fired up. Yeah. No, she gets a little unhinged. <laughs> she okay, very cool. As we see. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Um, um, okay. Oh. Oh. I don't oh know God, what to do. Oh God. <laughs> what to do? Man. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep going. All right. Keep going. Okay. So we pan over, the lights have gone out. It it is like a cool effect, like we pan over and there's no cuts, so it just kind of like goes black all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. So that's fun. <clears throat> but then the door opens and a German soldier comes into the room. Um we I guess now is probably when we start noticing that it's all filmed in one shot, or maybe before if you're observant if you're a, a little film freak a little film freak a little rope head yeah perhaps i am i do describe myself as a rope head yeah mm-hmm. um i've got all my t-shirts for, <laughs> with hitchcock's rope on it yep, i yep, yep. have some rope mm-hmm. that i have mm-hmm. just as a fan hey great movie fan item yeah um i have a little funko pop of a rope <laughs> yeah it's just like a figure with a head but it's uh, like a noose i guess okay. yeah. all right yeah. sure yeah. why not yeah um, that's silly. It is. That is silly. But, um, yeah, I will say, I mean, we'll talk more about this style, but I feel like they did a good job of, like, hiding the cuts. Because it wasn't all one shot, but yeah. they they made it look like it. Just like rope. Just like rope. So, uh, yes. So a German officer comes into the office. He's looking for somebody. Mulder jumps him. They fight in the dark. We get some big band music. Um, lots, lots of big band music in this episode. Um, and then Mulder uh, punches him out, gets him unconscious, and then he sees the German officer's face and notices that it is Spender. <gasps> what the hell is oh going on? Lord. Hmm. So then funny. he just strips Spender and steals his clothes. Classic Mulder. Classic Mulder. Uh, we get a little bit of a transition as the camera pans over the quarters back into the fancy hallway where a bunch of German soldiers are searching around all of the other cabins. Mulder walks out in his stolen Nazi outfit and awkwardly just like avoids their gaze. He like does the little like, you know, you put you wave to your neighbor when mm-hmm. you don't want to talk to them. <laughs> You're like both leaving your house. Um, and they yell at him in German and he just starts walking faster. <laughs> he jogs away in a German accent. Yeah. Mulder, Mulder. Um, <laughs> And then they all just chase after him. Uh, we eventually follow Mulder into a ballroom where there is... Well, I think he goes into it. I don't know. We go into it anyway. I don't know yep. where he is. I can't keep <laughs> track of there. Mulder. He's in there. <laughs> okay. We move into a ballroom where there is like a fancy little <clears throat> ball happening. 
Um, in a ballroom? I, I guess they're being a pretty ball? chill about the fact that there's a bunch of Nazis on the ship. I don't, I don't know. think they know. Oh, do they not know yet? Because the captain knew. But I guess maybe he I feel like he anyone. just found out. I mean, he's not going to, like, freak out the passengers, right? I would. I would immediately start screaming. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> probably why you're not a captain. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. That's a good point. Um, so there's, like, a balloon arch. There's fancy waiters with champagne. There's couples dancing to 30s music, etc. Mm-hmm. It's great. Beautiful vibes. Dark, ominous, ambient. It's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are singing a song that has the lyrics, Jeepers Creepers, Where'd You Get Those Peepers? Mm-hmm. Which... Mm-hmm. That's that's lyrics. That's bold. <laughs> I don't know. They're just dumb. <laughs> Which is fine. Haven't you heard that song before? Yeah, but oh. 30s, I don't know. They just like had some dumb lyrics back then. Oh, that's that's true. Yeah. That's true. Which I mean, is it fun. is it is like a famous song yes, from yeah, the, yeah. the period. But yes, it is a silly song. I'm just making fun of it. Anyway. And I, the woman who's singing is uh, Kirsch's assistant um, in the present day. I didn't recognize that. I didn't. I just noticed in the credits. Nice. Okay. So it's Kirsch's assistant. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> Fascinating. So Mulder's wandering around in his little Nazi uniform looking confused. And one of the couples that he bumps into on the dance floor is Scully. <gasps> And some old dude? What? What? But she's a brash, fast-talking Scully. Yeah, she is. <laughs> and Mulder is just all like, you know, big smiles, like, oh my god, Scully. And Scully's like, fuck off, Nazi scum. <laughs> Which is fair. Yeah. She doesn't know. Uh, and then some, some more Nazis come in, and they just start kind of shooting into the <clears throat> air and such forth. It's not very nice. Uh, they grab Mulder. Scully just kind of goes back to dancing. I don't she doesn't know. care. Yeah, but there's like Nazis on the ship in the ballroom that's true, shooting that's into true. the air. She's like, bye. I mean, she's like undercover, so she's probably trying to act casual. I she's guess. not going to be the first one to make a scene. I guess. I guess. I just feel like if I was in a ballroom dancing and Nazis came in and started she... shooting, I would freak out. Well, they weren't. Sh- they weren't shooting. They just dragged somebody away. No, they shot into the air. Oh, you're right. Walked in. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Um, she loves dancing. Okay. <laughs> no, that's so. fair. I can accept that. Um. I feel like you can also tell, like, Gillian Anderson was was loving playing this oh, version yeah. of Scully. Oh, yeah. I don't know. She has, like, a lot of great 1939 dialogue. Yeah. I don't know. Very, um, I don't know. What? Oh, my God. You know, like, His Girl Friday. What are those called? Mm, those movies. Is there a name for them? Yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Like, Howard Hawks movies. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like there is a term, but... I'm, I'm revealing my deep ignorance. So much for being a, what did I call it? Film freak. Or yeah. I mean, just like, yeah, fast talking yeah. 40s movies. Yeah. yeah. Well, so they, the Nazis drag Mulder away and he gets whacked on the head again. Poor Mulder. Um, not the first time or the last time he's going to get whacked on the head in this episode. Yes. Not even in the whole show, but in this episode. So um, he gets dragged back into the hallway. Um, They take him up to the bridge and the uh, Nazis are threatening the British captain who they're trying to get the captain to turn the ship around and go back to Germany. And the captain refuses to let go of the wheel. So they shoot him in the head. You can't Um, do that. You can't do that. That's wrong. But they just do. Um, I do notice that they... I feel like maybe two or three people get shot in this episode, um, mm. but, like, you never actually see them get shot, I think, because they, like, didn't, because they would have no way of, like, doing the effect mm-hmm. in one take, so they just, like, pan away. That makes sense. So, That's cool. Fun little way of, I don't know, avoiding that. Mm. But our beloved captain got shot. Very sad. Mm. Um, and then we do see that the head uh, Nazi officer turns around and who is it but old Smokey himself? Boo! Boo. Loser! <laughs> hate this guy. Um, so is this the, the version of him from uh, 
the field where I died or what. Mm, maybe. Yeah. Because, like, he was a whatever Nazi officer. Oh, he was? I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, and, like, Mulder's yeah, past yeah. memories or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I guess he he wouldn't have looked exactly the same, though. Or? No, he wouldn't have. He right. wouldn't have. Yeah. Also, I feel like... I feel like the timelines don't really match up because he would, yeah, he would be have already alive. Been alive. Yeah, but whatever. That's it. Doesn't matter. <laughs> it does not matter. I don't think this is like the past so much as yeah, just a Wizard of Oz type of thing. Maybe. Yeah, perhaps, yeah. perhaps. <laughs> so yeah, so I don't know. So Nazi cigarette smoking man starts interrogating Mulder, but it's all in German, and Mulder does not speak German, so he has no idea what the what they're saying. But then they do threaten to kill him, and then another uh, German officer comes in and. Again, who is it but a familiar face? Skinner. 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 Get off that side. Come, Come over on. Here. What are you doing in a Nazi <sighs> uniform? I don't know. I don't know. So Skinner's getting canceled too tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's getting canceled Everyone, tonight. Yeah. So Skinner shows, uh, or Nazi Skinner shows uh, the cigarette smoking man Mulder's American ID, which spares him for some reason. I guess that proves that he's not. Why would that spare him? Is that what he showed him? I thought so. Oh, okay. Because they were like, who are you? Yeah. And he wouldn't tell them, and then they showed him his ID. Yeah, wouldn't the ID say, like, issued in 1997, and they'd be like, this is forged and badly. Yeah. I guess he doesn't, well, he doesn't know how to read, so. I guess they don't care about Americans yet, because it's pre-America entering the war, so they're like, whatever, get out of here. Yeah. Um, So... They're not going to kill him, so that's good. So they drag Mulder off again. Um, yeah, I don't know. Just love how half this episode is just Mulder getting dragged around they by crowds of men. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. always getting dragged by crowds of men, which, yeah. like you say, might be his interests. I, I mean, don't know. If we're, I mean, we'll, perhaps we'll talk later about how real all of this is. But if this is just Mulder's, you know, subconscious, mm-hmm. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Just, just like saying. the nurses. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so we have a commercial break, and then we do cut to a new scene where we're going to have a, a long one again. This time yes. we are at the FBI headquarters where Skelly is sitting at her desk in a bullpen, not in the X-Files office, but she does have her own desk. So, But it's a lame desk. It is a lame desk, and she yeah. looks bored while she's doing it. Um, she's tipping and tapping on her keyboard when suddenly the lone gunman arrives. She's just playing solitaire. Yeah. Right? <laughs> or, mine, or Minesweeper, you know. Come on. Mm-hmm. Would she? Okay. Of okay. all the Windows games. Like, you got Brick Breaker, you got Minesweeper, you got Solitaire. Um, Spider Solitaire. Mm-hmm. Um, was Snake one of those oh, or not? Maybe. I loved Snake. I, I love Snake. Snake yeah. is a great game. Snake is great. Um, she kind of does feel like a Solitaire person, though. I think you were right. I I was thinking Minesweeper, okay. maybe. Okay. Well, maybe just because of this episode. It feels appropriate for this episode if she That's was playing funny. Minesweeper. Yeah. It'd be very funny. But... Hmm. Yeah, maybe solitaire. Okay. We'll think about it. Okay. Write in and let us know what game you think right. Skelly was playing while she was supposed to be working. Because sure. I assume she's just like phoning it in at this point because she doesn't care. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, she shouldn't. Yeah. They're just being given lame work. So. Yeah. It's true. So the lone gunmen have arrived. For some reason, they are allowed to just wander the halls of the... They're unaccompanied. <laughs> unaccompanied by anyone. They have like visitors' badges, but... True. And probably like records. <laughs> <laughs> trying to yeah, no hack into the FBI before. I don't know. But that's fine. I mean, they're just little guys. They are. I would let them in, too. That's what they, they go through security, and they pull up their, their very, very, very long rap sheets. But then at the bottom, it just says, but they're just little guys. And they're yeah. like, all right. Okay, come on in. Come on in. Okay. And they're here to see Skelly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, come on in. Yeah. 
Um, so she like walks them like five feet away from her desk to have a private <laughs> conversation, fun. which she's just walked them into more people's earshot than they were at at her desk. But that's uh, okay. Yeah, I guess so. Um, and then in the background, we do see a little weirdo listening to this conversation, mm-hmm. who is, I think, the guy that 30s Skelly is dancing with yes. in the ballroom. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, the lone gunmen break the news to, Mul- or to Skelly that Mulder has disappeared because he's been doing some nonsense. He Typical. <laughs> is looking for the Queen Anne, which is uh, like a luxury ship that inexplicably disappeared around the Bermuda Triangle and has been missing for 60 years. Mm-hmm. And Skelly's like, it's not inexplicable. It was torpedoed by Nazis. Didn't you watch Das Boat? Yeah, exactly. And the lone gunman said, yeah, we love that movie. It's a great <laughs> flick. <laughs> Jürgen Prochnow, forget about it. Yeah. He's great. And then they're like, okay, now that's one theory. But also maybe, question mark, did she disappear in the Bermuda Triangle and reappear this morning and Mulder went to go search for it? Yeah, that's another option. But Mulder would never do something so stupid. No, you're right. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh. Uh, oh, boy. Uh, and <laughs> so the lone gunman had given Mulder the like original paperwork that they had that showed where she was showing. I don't know why I'm calling the boat a she. I'm like... I, I mean, people, do. people call him. Yeah, they do. Where the Queen Anne uh, had appeared, so they don't have the like satellite imagery that shows it anymore because they gave it to Mulder, and he was in such a hurry he didn't have time to uh, make a copy. Typical, <laughs> pretty, tri- pretty pretty typical. Yeah. Um. And so the lone gunmen were tracking his movements until there was a storm and he went missing. Now they don't know what happened to him, and so they need Skelly's help to get some tracking data that only the Pentagon would have. Do you think they tried to get? Do you think that Mulder tried to get them to come along, but they got scared because they've never been outside? Ooh. I don't know. Maybe. They do they go outside sometimes, though. Do they? <laughs> they had to go outside today. Yeah, but it was it was a struggle. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. No, you're right. They have a they van. They all had to hold hands. They have a little van. Sure. They do. They do. <laughs> do you think, wait, would one of them have to have, like, a leash or anything, like a kid? I mean, probably. I feel like they all... Like they need to maintain... Homes whatever hand contact yeah. talk about a triangle mm-hmm. 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 add it to the list there's a lot of triangles in this episode there sure are mm. so they need to find Mulder is the important part mm-hmm. and so scully asks them what they need and byers tells her that they need some kind of like specialized navy imaging that they don't have access to but maybe if scully can find somebody at the pentagon who does have it they will be able to track Mulder down so Scully's like, all right, I am so bored. I'm I'm on board. Let's mm-hmm. do it. I'm so bored. I'm on board. That's beautiful. There you go. She said that and then she mm-hmm. left. <laughs> so she storms out of the room and tells them to wait for her downstairs. She is on a mission. Yes. Oh, she's <laughs> she, ready. This is amazing. Oh, <laughs> she is on a mission. Yeah. Woo. She finally has something interesting to do. Oh, yeah. So Scully goes marching through these FBI hallways. She goes into Skinner's office first. She goes right past Kimberly without even saying hello, without even asking to come in. She just pushes past Kimberly. The dis- this is her domain. The disregard for Kimberly is genuinely upsetting. It is. In it this is. episode. It's tough. Um, so she storms into Skinner's office and she asks him for his help. So Skinner does still have an office. Yes. <laughs> it's important. Very important. Um, yes, this, this episode gives us like a really good, like visual representation of, I don't know, the layout of yeah. the FBI office, which you've never gotten before. No, yeah. Um, it's nice. so it's fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I appreciated it. Um, so yeah, so he has his own office for now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
So Skinner's like, I'm sorry, Scully. I, you know, you know, I love you guys, but I can't help you anymore. I could lose my job and I could lose my vacation pay if I help you. <laughs> he does. I think he says pension, but mm-hmm. you, you can hear Ibiza in that word. We can read between the yeah. lines. We know the truth. Yeah. So Scully insists that Skinner has to help them because uh, Mulder is lost at sea. And Skinner's like, oh, my God, that's very funny. <laughs> of course it does feel is. right. Yeah, he would be. So Skinner says that he is not allowed to talk to Mulder and Scully right now. Um, You know, Kerr said that Skinner could have them on the weekends, but not (laughs) during the week. You know, he could be uh, jeopardizing his custody if he talks to them now, you know. (laughs) I don't know. It's like a it's like a divorced parent situation, right? I think so. Yeah. Kind of. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So he, he tries to, like, usher Scully out of the office, but... Scully is not going to be ushered out of this office. She uh, she slams the door on Kimberly. Yeah, this was not okay <laughs> no. behavior. I turned on Scully at this point. I'm like, yeah. you know what? I hate Scully now. I'm off the Scully train. Let's rename the whole show. It's Let's now the Kimberly, Kimberly Nation. <laughs> I love Kimberly. She didn't do anything yeah. wrong. She's not the problem here, Scully. <laughs> no, 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 She's not no. your enemy. You should have invited her in. She should have. Kimberly would have helped. Yeah. Maybe. Does Kimberly like them? Ooh. No, I feel like Kim- Kimberly doesn't. Yeah, that's right? a good. She probably does not, actually. Well, they're very rude to her all the time. They are, they are. And they're always taking her boss away. That's the thing. I feel like she doesn't like them on Skinner's behalf yeah. because she's like, Skinner's always tanking his career to yeah. help you guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And yeah. probably that, like, reflects on her, too, let's be real. Probably. At a certain yeah. point. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm. But the disrespect is unbelievable. Yes. Yes. So Scully tells Skinner that he has to help them after everything they've been through together. He should have the decency and the respect to listen to what she has to say. So she hands him the paper and says that all she needs is information. If he knows anybody in Navy intelligence, the location of Mulder would be very helpful. And Skinner's like, I don't know, Scully, I could lose my job. And um, I don't know. He warns her to be careful and to watch her ass. And then Scully is uh, upset that he's not going to help her. So she storms out of one of Skinner's 1,000 doors uh, (laughs) into the hallway. Well, yeah, because he's like, as they're like yelling at each other, Scully like opens the door by Kimberly's desk to like leave again. And then he like slams it shut like a jock flirting with his crush Mm -hmm. in a locker. Oh, he slammed the door shut. I was thinking she did. Yes. Now he like slams it with his fist and then he like leaves his hand up like over her head like you're right yeah like he's like pinning her in and they're like staring at each other and there's it'll be resolved later but there's some tension <laughs> there is most certainly there's get... just so much tension in this yeah. whole episode yeah. yeah and then yeah and then they talk about asses for a while and then she does just <laughs> leave through another door which like you said i really appreciated that they like because he's like you know he's like got his hand on the door like you're not gonna leave this office until mm-hmm. we're done talking and she just leaves out the other door <laughs> Which is very funny. Yeah. yeah. She knows. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I mean, you know Skinner misses Mulder and Scully storming into his office and screaming yeah. about whatever the hell they're screaming about. It's kind of exciting, right? You know the rest of his direct reports are so boring. Yes. Yeah. None of them have probably tried to kill him. Mm-hmm. Not even once. <laughs> That's probably true. Well, wait, except for, uh, what's her name? Uh, Holly? Oh, yeah. From Pusher. That's true. That's true. She did try to kill him. How many of his direct reports have tried to kill him? I feel like it's just her and them, right? Yeah. 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 And she was an X-Files sufferer, so yeah. it's related. Mulder and Skelly just do it for fun. <laughs> they yeah. just get off on it. Yeah. 
Um, so anyway, she's back in the bustling FBI hallway, and she's still big mad. And she stomps to another elevator and impatiently waits for it to get to the next floor. And then she stomps into another office. This time it is Kirsch's. Um, she seems to be like kind of questioning whether she should really go to this guy or not when his assistant walks out of the office. And Skelly's like, listen, I need to talk to Kirsch. And then evil Kimberly is like, he's not available, even though he's like right behind her and clearly available. They do like a hot potato thing where they're like peeking around each other's shoulders. It's pretty funny. It is. And then Skelly just like, you know, shoves her way in. um, And uh, it's okay to disrespect this woman. You know, I don't care about her. She deserves it. Yeah. (laughs) She's evil Kimberly. Yeah, of course. Which is different from good Kimberly. Mm -hmm. Um, And she, Skelly like stomps her way in and she's like kirsch i need you to get me some information i'm not at liberty to say why but it's important and then the camera like pans to the other side of kirsch's office where we see mr smokestacks himself just hanging out smoking a cigarette this guy he will not leave oh goodness gracious (sighs) um and then uh skelly's immediately like i was just kidding about this (laughs) I don't need this information, actually. I'm going to leave. And Kirsch is like, I would actually still quite like to see the piece of paper that you brought. (laughs) And Skelly's like, nah, let's not worry about it. I was just joking. I was having a laugh. I'll leave. And he, like, grabs the paper from her. And she just, like, awkwardly is like, don't worry about it. And walks out of the hallway. (laughs) Um, And as she's leaving, we do get a good shot from behind where she just, like, puts her hands up in, like, a Y. (laughs) Why gesture. Yeah. Why is this happening to me? She's just like, God Damn it. What am I supposed to do now? Mm-hmm. Oh, she's so stressed. She's yeah. so stressed. Yeah. Um, Jillian Anderson is having a great time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's loving it. So she, uh, so then she has another idea. So she gets on her cell phone and she runs into the elevator. Um, she's like, I think trying to call Mulder. I, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's like not answering. So, oh my God, she has to find him. A terrible cell service in 1939. Yes. Very true. Also kind of in 1998. Well, actually, we yeah, learned. that's yeah. true. Mm-hmm. But then she's like, okay, I only have one other place to go. So she hits the button for the basement. Nice. Hell Yeah. Um, so she marches down into the basement office. Um, I miss the X-Files office so much. Yeah. I do love that, like, instantly it turns into a ghost town. There's nobody down here. Like, upstairs, there's, like, people everywhere, but not down here. Oh, I miss it. So she marches into Spender's office. Well, Spender's office. I mean, it is. temporary office. Yeah. Uh, The office he's occupying. Yeah. I guess. And she's, like... You need to do me a favor. It's not negotiable. Either you do it or I kill you. (laughs) Which is, you know, listen, I mean, I support her. And to be clear, that's an exact quote, not just us putting some stank on it. No, 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 no. That is, yes, exactly. She she does threaten to murder a coworker. But I support her. I mean, she's right. She's right. She's right. She's always right. Um, I guess, especially when it comes to this guy. Yeah. Uh, poor, poor Spender's getting bullied by Scully, too. He thought he was off the hook. He thought Scully was safe, but no. And he's like, what's wrong? <laughs> like, why? He's like, what the hell? What's going on? What do you need? And she was like, I don't care what you do or who you do. Or, or who you grease. Or who you grease. I need this information now. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why she thinks he would do this for her, but I guess she thinks she can intimidate him into doing yes, it. I guess. Yes, yes. Yeah. I think if she yells at him enough. And she's stressed. Yeah, you know? that's true. And he, she already tried the only other options she has. Yeah. So, and I guess maybe she was going down there hoping Fowley would be there because she might actually help. Fowley would help. Yeah. Yes, so that's possible. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, yeah, she like is like, and if you don't do it, I will hunt you down. 
And then he's like, okay. And he leaves. He just sprints out of the room and starts yeah. crying. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. He's like, I didn't know I could be bullied by Skelly too. Um, and then the phone in the X-Files office rings and Skelly just kind of answers it because like, I mean, why the fuck not? Mm-hmm. And it's the cigarette smoking man. And he's like, assuming that it's Foutley because all she said is hello. Although, like, wouldn't he know her voice? I, mean, I guess he's like obsessed with Mulder. He probably doesn't pay that much attention to her. But I feel like he would as, you know, Mulder's yeah. chickadee. <laughs> That's true. I mean, all she said was like, hello. Or That's whatever, true. You're so. right. You're right. And he's not expecting it to be, yeah, which is right. his mistake. He yes. should have known she would go to immediately bully his son, <laughs> but that's fine. Um, and so he starts telling what he thinks is Fowley, that Scully was just in Kirsch's office, and Scully's just like, yeah, <laughs> what about it? And he like realizes it's her, and she hangs up, and she's like, oh, shit, I got to get out of here. And so she like rushes out of the office as the phone continues ringing and runs into Kirsch's evil assistant, Evil Kimberly, mm-hmm. in the dark basement hallway. And Evil, evil Kimberly is very smugly like, Agent Spenders with A.D. Kirsch. And Skelly's mm-hmm. like, that rat bastard. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. And shoves her way into the elevator while Evil Kim just crosses her arms and stares at her as the doors close. Boo, Spender. Boo. Not surprising. He's probably like, he and she and she threatened to kill me. <laughs> what a loser! He's like crying. Yeah. yeah, of course he is. Hate this guy, dork. Mm-hmm. So Scully gets back in the elevator and she's going up. She is so mad. She's mm-hmm. tried three different people. None of them are going to help her. Um, her phone rings and she answers it. She's like Scully. <laughs> she like screams her own name. <laughs> it's very funny. <laughs> So she she thinks it's like Mulder, but it's like really crackly and she can't quite tell who it is that's talking to her. Um, she gets up to one of the top floors. She gets off the elevator and immediately sees uh, Spender, the cigarette smoking man, and Kirsch standing around in the hallway being evil. Mm. She's like, God damn it. So she like ducks back into the elevator like, um, I do like how they, they see her, but they they don't move. They don't say anything. They're just like, oh, my God. Yeah, they're just like standing in there a triangle goes. in the hallway. Mm, just triangle. talking. Mm-hmm. Like, we'll just let her work but, herself but out. Evilly. Yeah. Evilly. Yes. Of course. For sure. Um, so, yeah, so then she keeps trying to talk to whoever does on the phone. She still thinks it's Mulder, but then the elevator doors open, and then she realizes it was actually Skinner trying to call her, so it's a, it's a real wacky situation. Yeah. So, Skinner gets on the elevator with her, and he says, now, Skinner, he, he, he's always there for us yes. when we need him. Yes. Every day. Yes. So, he's like, Scully, I got the information you need. And she he hands her the paper. And then she just uh, she just smooches him directly on the lips. Directly on the lips. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he, I will say, not no reaction. Not surprised at all. This is not the first time this has happened. That's what, that's what I wrote down. <laughs> There's no way this is the first time this That's what I wrote down. Because no reaction mm-hmm. whatsoever mm-hmm. to this. So I was like, listen, like he should be saying something, but he didn't. Yeah. So there's only one mm-hmm. uh, explanation. Mm-hmm. Interesting. <laughs> I mean, there's always been a little something something between them. Let's be real. They have qu- such an energy. I don't even know what it is, but. <laughs> it's volatile. It's profound. <laughs> It is. Oh, man. Um, And she's like, she asks him how he got the information, and he's like, don't even ask, which I assume means he also had to smooch the cigarette smoking man or something Mm -hmm. to get the information. Or Kirsch. Or Kirsch. I'm I'm just saying I'm getting on the uh, uh, Skinner-Kirsch truther bandwagon. Trying to make that happen. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Mm -hmm. Um, And the elevator door opens again. They are back on the floor where the smoking man, Spender, and Kirsch are still just standing in the exact same position. (laughs) 
Yeah. Um, and Skinner stomps off and he starts, you know, acting for their benefit. He's like yelling at Skelly. If you ever ask me to break protocol again, I'll put your ass in a sling. <laughs> he doesn't literally say that, but he might as well at this point. Ah, oh, I wish. Bring yeah. that back. Come on. Say more ass in a sling. Um, he does talk about ass a lot in this episode. He talked about Mulder's ass. Yep. Yep. Yeah, there's a yep. lot of ass. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it... it Scully is still in the elevator um, and is like celebrating having the, uh, I don't know, the paper, the information from Mm -hmm. Skinner. And before the elevator door closes, we do see Skinner like body check Spender. (laughs) Just like the bullying (laughs) never ends. Because he's trying to get on the elevator with Scully and Skinner just like shoves him to the side, (laughs) which is very good. Um, But anyway. Skelly rushes into the parking garage where the lone gunmen pick her up in their VW bus. Screeching up. Screech it. They know. Mm-hmm. They were on. They were ready for it. They were having their own, like, adventure. <laughs> I assume. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then they drive off. She's like, I got the information. And they watch as Spender tries, like, desperately to chase after them, just, like, jogging. But Loser. He's, he's no fox. So nah. he does not catch up with them. Yeah. I guess, I guess Fox got the running jeans from Tina. I guess so. She just, she seems like a runner. She doesn't. <laughs> no. Not even a she's, little bit. That's a stationary woman, <laughs> if I did ever see one. I don't believe she's ever moved. No. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. All right. She got the information. Yeah. Woo! It was like a very stressful Woo! 10 minutes of Woo! her going around screaming at everyone. Yes. And it worked. Um, great sequence. Thanks, but, Skinner. Uh, thank you. Thank you. I like how she could have avoided a lot of the grief by just like, trusting that Skinner would do it and that he was just acting. Yeah, but you know... You never know. As we know, mm-hmm. uh, Mulder and Scully fly off the handle when the other one is in danger. Yes. Or even when they're, like, barely in danger. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> they freak out. Mulder got a paper cut. <laughs> I mean, got well, me a bandit or I'll kill you. <laughs> I mean, a little bit, right? Yeah. 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 And that's what we love about them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Whew. All right. Okay, so taking... that was all one take. <sighs> well, not literally, but it it looked like it to one. look like what yes. takes the stress it was very good i tell you what yeah all right so now we go back to Mulder. he's mm-hmm. back on the ship so he is being marched down to the bowels of the ship with some other uh british officers who are being whatever uh brigified brigified yeah <laughs> that's not the <laughs> sure brigified put in the brig yes um in- i guess imprisoned don't... yeah they don't even have a brig though they're just locking them in the engine room steam room yes yeah. engine room um, but anyway, so Mulder is, I don't know, talking with the guys he's being marched off with. He just, like, tells them everything that's about to happen in the war and the years <laughs> ahead. Like, come on, Mulder. Like, leave a little thing. mystery. Yeah, first of all. Tease yes. it out. You have valuable information. You shouldn't just be giving it away. No. But. And also, it makes you sound crazy. Well, yeah. Which I but, guess he's used to. But that ship has sailed. Yeah. How, but, that um, DOS boat has but, um, sailed. Um, <laughs> yes. Um, so, yeah, he, we also do get a little, a new, uh, Mulder lore that he hates the Spice Girls, yeah. which I have to say feels wrong. Wait, does he hate them or did he like them? What did he well, exactly say? Cause he, he was talking about like how the British are going to do in the war and he's like, you guys make it out pretty good. The only thing you have to apologize for is the Spice oh, Girls. Is that what he said? I thought it was something about like, they were th- the only way that they like thanked america was by giving us the spice girls but i couldn't tell what he said i think he was like okay you guys like you're good in the next 50 years the only thing you did wrong was the spice girls which gonna hate it feels like Mulder would be a spice girl head i mean the fact that he brought it up with no one else bringing it up feels like they live 
what's rent-free in his brain. <laughs> you know he has a favorite Spice Girl. Who is his favorite? I'm going to be real. I don't know it. I, I don't even know the Spice yeah. Girls. So. One of them's sporty, right? What yeah. Are you into that? Is one spicy? <laughs> one of them's a redhead, I think. Yeah. One of them is spicier. Wait. Spicy. Wait. Wait. No, it can't be spicy <laughs> spice. <laughs> One of them was spicy spice. I'll look it up. I'll look it up. Okay, the Spice okay. Girls. No, no, wait. I want to guess. Okay. Sporty. Well, I gotta find it first. Okay. Um. Oh God, I just need Spice Girls members. Oh, this is such a long article. There's not. Can you? Do you know how to Google? Well, I thought it would tell well, me. Well, no, you're right. Google sucks. These Spice days. Girls members. members. <clears throat> okay. okay. But it's just saying their real names. Oh, I, I need to know their. They're Spice Girl names, you know? <laughs> yeah. They're Spice names. Nom, nom de guerre. Okay, okay. Here we go. Here we go. Here okay, we go. should I guess? Okay. Wait, I don't even have it yet. I'm oh, sorry. Geez. Oh, Jesus. <sighs> Ginger. Okay. All right. Okay. okay. Are we ready? Yes. Sporty. Check. Posh. Check. That's all. <laughs> wait, no, wait, no. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. There's one. There's five, right? Two, three... Four, five. There's five. Okay. So Sportium's posh. Okay. Check. Okay. And posh is the one that's married to Beckham now, right? No idea. Okay. Um, yes. Okay. Thank you. Uh, mm, dopey. <laughs> Sleepy. Yeah. No. 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 Okay. I got the. What are other archetypes? Okay. We've got an athletic one. We've got a fancy one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. These are the only things that exist for women. What else can you be? <laughs> Um, ginger, oh, scary, oh, and yeah. baby, oh, yeah, yep. Now that you say that, yep, yep, <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Wow. Okay, so who is Mulder's favorite? I was gonna say sporty. Yeah, I guess. What do they look like? Or maybe scary. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Oh, spooky and scary. Or would that's it ha- would it have to be ginger? I mean, that's the given, right? It's like the obvious answer. Yeah, that's a little. <laughs> it's been, a little on the nose. It's been done. Yeah, it's been done. Yeah. Hmm. I'm just saying, clearly, he is thinking about them. Yeah. I mean, here's a picture of them, but I don't know which one is which. Okay. I mean, I'd say either scary or sporty. Yeah. Are the two middle ones the same woman? No. With slightly bigger eyes? I mean, they look very similar. I mean, yeah, like those ones. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. I feel like this is a really awkward photo. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, is this one better? Yeah. Oh, that's good. Okay. okay. Ooh, I like uh, I like her style, the one in the silver pants. Yeah. I would wear that. Right? Sh- uh, sure. Hmm. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, I think, if, but the the <laughs> takeaway here is that Mulder loves the Spice Girls. Yes, obviously. <laughs> okay. He's a big fan. Big anyway. Fan. If you want to be Mulder's lover, you got to get with his friends. Exactly. The lone gunman. His only friends. Which is, Scully is hanging out with them, so mm-hmm. I'm just saying. She knows. Mm-hmm. Anyway, okay. so <laughs> Mulder and the brigified British soldiers are being led into the steam room. So um, Mulder is talking to like one guy in particular, and he is telling his new best friend, who will never betray him, um, like what the uh, German, the Nazis are saying in German, because his new best friend, who will never betray him, speaks German. Yeah. And so the new guy is saying that the Nazis boarded their ship after intercepting a radio communication, something about Thor's hammer. Um, and Mulder is saying that the captain definitely knew something about it because he, like, refused to give up the wheel until they shot him. So they're interrupted from this conversation by all of the 
mechanics. Is that what, what are they called? The yeah. Mecha- the, I guess mechanics. The, the boys. Yeah. The, bo- the, 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 the steam guys. The steam guys. The steam men. The steam men? The let's steamy them, men. Let's call them the steamy men. Okay. The steamy men. Um, they, I don't know. They all come out. They're like, uh, there's like one guy, he has like a big hammer. He's like, who are you? And, um, you know, which I like to imagine is how Mulder and Scully react when people come into their office unannounced. You oh, know, yeah. Just yes. freaking out and threatening people with hammers. That sounds about right. Yeah, it feels right. <clears throat> um, so, I don't know. So the, the mechanics and the British soldiers all get together and they all start yelling and shouting at each other and, I don't know, having like a dick measuring contest, basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they tell the mechanics that the Nazis have boarded the ship and they're trying to steer the ship towards Germany and Mulder interrupts them and tells them that they can't go to Germany because the ship is carrying Thor's hammer and Thor's hammer is not a weapon. But a man, a man who can build a weapon that will win the war for whoever has it. And he is aboard the ship. He saw him in the ballroom. Whoa. How does he know this? Is this like real information? Like I think from it's, the past? Is that how he's supposed to know it? I think it's yeah, th- uh, Thor's hammer they made up. Okay. But like this thing is real. Okay. So Sorry. I assume he's like, Mulder just knows him from history class. Okay. Sounds I good. And I mean, he was obviously seeking out the Queen Anne. So I guess he would have brushed yes. up on history okay yes that makes i think sense. it's just like he must have seen a picture of the guy okay um so yeah so Mulder says that he saw him he's on board the ship so then Mulder's new best friend who will never betray him reveals that he's a german spy this entire time and betrays Mulder. Oh, that's so yeah. sad that was a speed run too of betrayal mm-hmm, mm-hmm. this also does feel like a missed opportunity i feel like this guy he should have been played by Crycheck, you know? Oh, like, yeah. this feels like a thing that Crycheck would do. He could be another familiar face, yeah. right? But then he wouldn't have trusted him to say anything. That's very true. That is very true. Would, would you? I mean, I would. The little but... rat. <laughs> <laughs> I would. Do Crycheck and Spender ever meet? Because they're both Weasley. They are. They mm. are. I mean, when we. Did we say this on mic or off mic that they seem like they could be brothers? More I don't than remember if we said Spender yeah, and Mulder. They do. We yeah. probably said it on mic. I don't know. I don't know. We gotta never talk about the X Files off mic. <laughs> we can't. It's we confusing. Stop. It is. Um, yes, yeah. they are. They are very similar. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, um, so I guess yeah. One of the other guys is like Mulder. Hasn't anyone ever told you to trust no one? <laughs> Just rubbing it in. They're gonna tell him in this episode. In yeah. fact. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, uh, we follow Mulder rushing through this underbelly of the ship to an area where 1930s Kirsch is. Mm-hmm. And he's like Jamaican now. Yes. And he has, I don't, he's like chained himself to a, like some sort of steering wheel or something. I don't know. He's doing something that's like going to cause the ship to go to Jamaica. I thought the, oh, did he chain it? I thought he just like chained the wheel. Oh, maybe he just chained the wheel. Yeah, maybe he chained he it. I don't know. I Whatever. wasn't totally clear what was yeah. happening. There was a lot of chaos. In he wants to go scene. to Jamaica. He's going to Jamaica. Yeah. All the other people from Jamaica are into that. The British are like, no, let's go to England. <laughs> the Germans want to go to Germany. I mean, come on, guys. You never travel. You never go anywhere else. I guess not. You got to go home. Yeah. Boring. Um, and then well, they've had it. They have been traveling. Well, they're no. t- they're sick of traveling. You're right. You're right. They want to go home. That's fair. Okay, that makes sense. They're tired, like Tom Wamsgans. <laughs> <laughs> Bedtime for Bonzo. Yeah. Uh, and um, I think Mulder is just like, Nah, man, don't go to Jamaica. Just go back the way you came. Enter the time warp again, please. I gotta get back to the '90s. <laughs> and they're like, What? <laughs> <It's> like. <laughs> 
Yeah, if you go back the way you came, you'll go back to both the past and the future. You know. And they're like, what? <laughs> He's like, no, no, no. You're not understanding what I'm saying. If you don't turn the ship around, Hitler will win. <laughs> and then the Nazis just like come back down to the engine room and drag him away again. <laughs> For the billionth time. <laughs> How many times is Mulder going to get dragged away? I'll tell you I'm what. I'm just saying. It's a thing. It is. Yeah. So they're dragging him through the engine room back up to the ballroom again because the German spy has told them that Mulder saw the Thor's hammer guy in the ballroom. Uh, and, you know, Mulder does try to, like, fight them a little bit, but he fails, probably because he's been hit in the head 16 or 17 times <laughs> yep. at this point. Um, so back in the ballroom, no one is dancing anymore Aww. because the Nazis are bummers. And they throw Mulder at Spender's, evil Spender's feet, and Mulder stands up, and he's a lot taller than Spender, so it's kind of funny. Yeah. Um, and anyway, a Nazi cigarette-smoking man arrives, and he and Spender talk in German for a bit, and it's like a cute little family reunion where yeah. they're all three standing in a little triangle. And Another triangle. Mm-hmm. And Spender, uh, Nazi Spender, also speaks English, so he tells Mulder to identify the bomb scientist, and Mulder's like... I don't know. <laughs> I have face blindness. <laughs> don't tell me to identify someone. Mm-hmm. And Spender's like, you'll answer the question or we're going to start killing passengers. And Mulder repeats that he doesn't know. So the Nazis just choose a random guy and just shoot him in the head, Aww. which isn't very cool. Wow. You shouldn't do that. I guess not. Um, but Mulder still refuses to answer. So they shoot someone else. And at this point, 1930s Scully speaks up and she's like, this man has no answers. He's an idiot. Can't you tell? Look at him. He doesn't know what's going on. Uh, and she like gets all up in Spender's face and calls him a weasel. Beautiful. Every timeline. Every timeline. She hates him. It's beautiful. I know. I love that. Uh, and Spender just gets out his gun to shoot Skelly. <laughs> and Mulder grabs the gun before it can shoot Skelly. And he's like, that's enough of that now. <laughs> I do like that Spender let him... He, like, grabbed the gun. (laughs) Spender's like, okay. (laughs) Whatever. He's weak. He's pathetic. Um, And Mulder's like, okay, I'll answer the question. And then he, like, looks around and looks down at the guy that they've already shot. And he's like, that man's the scientist. (laughs) Which, honestly, is a pretty good try. Yeah. It was was worth a try. Might as well. Yeah. Yeah. They don't fall for it, though. They do not. No. So, back in 1998, Scully and the Lone Gunman have arrived. They come up level with the Queen Anne. It's uh, it's dusk. The ship is all lit up. They wonder how the ship has power since it's been missing for 60 years. That's weird. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I have a very important question. Who among the Lone Gunmen gets the most seasick? Ooh. I mean, is it too obvious to say buyers? That is the obvious answer. Yeah. Yeah. Seems like you would have a delicate tummy. That's the thing. Yeah, I, that was my first thought, but I feel like, I mean, it is the obvious answer, but maybe the true answer. I don't know. Yeah, I think sometimes it's obvious because it's true, right? Maybe. Okay. I don't know. So, I mean, I could, I could see uh, Frohicky maybe getting a little bit of a maybe. tummy rumble. Maybe. I feel like Garth would be fine. Yeah, I I'll never like let just name. like <laughs> toss him around in a blender, and yeah. he's he's fine. Yeah, I don't know. He's got this. Um, and Skelly is obviously solid fine. as a rock. Do, do, do. Yeah. Okay. Um. All right. So they have arrived. Good for them. They are going to go on board, and they just hope that Mulder is there. So, um, we get the first of many 
Wipe cuts. Wipe transition. Very exciting. So we're back in the mall. I feel like I'm watching Star Wars (laughs) over here. (laughs) Oh, there you go. I feel like I'm doing a Windows Movie Maker slideshow. The Phantom Menace, more like the Triangle Menace. (laughs) Am I I right? Clone Wars, more like World War II. (laughs) Oh, they (laughs) do. Didn't even replace one of them. Okay, there it is. Yep, yep. All right. So, Nazi Spender accuses Mulder of lying about uh, the man's identity, and Mulder, Mulder starts rhyming and quipping. Yeah, you he's know. just having a sassy old time. <laughs> yeah. He, he's not taking any of this very seriously. No. <laughs> so, no. Um, so, I don't know. They go back and forth. They threaten to kill them. Da-da-da-da-da. But then the man that Scully was dancing with steps forward and tells them to stop. He says that he is the scientist. And then 1939, Scully says that he's a liar. She's the scientist. I'm Spartacus. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, and then the scientist says that Scully was actually traveling with him to protect him, and she works for the OSS. Um, so, oh boy, the jig is up. Scully and Mulder are now both in danger from the Nazi cigarette-smoking man who's going to kill them. So they get shoved to their knees. They're about to be executed. Oh my god. But right before they get shot, the engine shuts down. Everybody looks around like, what's going on? And then we get some uh, rousing big band music, and then the British lads and the mechanics come running into the room, and they just start punching the Nazis, and it turns into a ballroom blitz. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. Mm-hmm. I like, so did they not, like, lock the door to the engine room? I assume they, like... They just broke out. Convinced one of the guys to open the door and punched him. Yeah. They sense. love punching Nazis. They do love so, punching Nazis. Yeah. That's true. Or there was, like, another way out, and they they know about it because this is their ship. I don't know. It's like Skinner's office. There's 50 doors. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Nice. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, yeah, it's a whole a whole drama. You know, we see people getting hit in the head with bottles, lots of punching. It's very exciting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, we cut to Skelly and the lone gunman on, you know, the same ship, the same place, but a different time. Hmm. Uh, so they're on what appears to be a ghost ship in 1998, wandering through these empty hallways lit only by their flashlights. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just so great. Love the music in this scene. Yeah. Good music in the whole episode, but, like, this scene particularly. It's very good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then they sort of split up to continue searching, and we cut back to, or wipe back to <laughs> 1939, where Mulder and Skelly are crawling their way through the fight like little cartoon characters <laughs> on the ground, because Mulder tells Skelly she's the only one who can save the ship, and she's got to come with him. Uh, then wipe transition back to 1998. The lone gunman and Scully are still searching. Blah blah blah. Wipe transition. Is this where it's like a split screen? I think. Um, or not yet. Not yet. I soon. Don't think. Soon. Okay. So Mulder, uh, back in 39, is leading Scully by the hand with a light jog through the ship. Um, holding hands. It's pretty cute. Yep. A Nazi does, of course, find them. They, you know, jig is up again. They put their hands up behind their heads. I think Scully just kind of rolls her eyes and yeah. puts her hand up. She's, She's like, like, whatever. I'm so sick of this shit. Yeah, no one is taking the Nazis with guns threat very seriously in this no. episode. Considering they just, like, murdered at least three people. I mean, they're like, I don't know, comic book Indiana Jones yeah. Nazis. They're not real Nazis. Yeah. That's true. Um, and we do hear a shot, but it doesn't seem to be Mulder or Skelly because they're both still alive. So they look behind them and see that Nazi Skinner (gasps) 
comes out of the shadows. Oh he has shot the Nazi that was going to attack them. And then he just goes, God bless America and get your asses out of here. <laughs> but in the German accent. Yeah. Yep, yep. Which is very funny. Even alternate universe, Skinner cannot help but love America. <laughs> there is no version so of Skinner ever made that would not love the stars and stripes. Absolutely. And asses. Always, this might be the, always asses. the most Skinner line I've ever heard in my entire life, honestly. <laughs> God bless America and get your asses out of here. Are you kidding me? <laughs> like, put that on his gravestone. <laughs> I mean, kind of, right? right? Yes. I don't know. Yes. Love that for him. So real. So, so he's, real. you know, obvi- the metaphor is obvious here that mm-hmm. he is working within an evil organization, but he's always got their yes. best. Oh, It's beautiful. Yay, Skinner. Woo. So Mulder and Scully uh, run off, still holding hands. Mm-hmm. Uh, we wipe cut to the present. I think now we start getting a split screen mm-hmm. of the past and the present um, at the same time. It's very fun. Mm-hmm. So we see present Scully and past Scully, and everybody's running around in opposite directions. Uh, Mulder and Scully in the past are hiding from people. I don't know. But then we get present Scully and past Scully go walking in the opposite directions and they walk like right through each other and then they like turn around with a chill like somebody walked over their grave very um very fun um also just like a excellent use of space Mm -hmm. in this whole scene Mm -hmm. just uh good good stuff chef's Chef's kiss. kiss yes so Scully, the Scullies have a moment, but then they move on. Um, they split up. They go walking in the other direction. Um, Scully and the lone gunman go back. They get back together and they walk down that same hallway where past Mulder and Scully were, but they don't see anyone. So um, we're back in the ballroom brawl. Everybody loves brawling in 1939. Yeah. I feel like. Uh, big on brawling. Yeah. So present Scully and the lone gunman walk into the ballroom. It's empty. It's quiet. The party's over. Mm. Hmm. Um. Then past Mulder and Scully, this is getting so confusing. It is hard to do a summary. It makes sense while you're watching it. It does. It does. We so, need like uh, I don't know, like big band music lately playing under the scenes mm-hmm. where we're talking about the past. And yes. Then, yes. I don't know. And Spice, Spice Girls. Girls. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So back with past Mulder and Scully, or present Mulder and past Scully. Yes. Yeah. In the past. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. So they run out onto the deck. Mulder says that he has to get off the ship and he has to go back to 1998, but he does know how Scully can save them. So she needs to convince the crew to turn the ship around. He tells her that they are stuck in the Devil's Triangle. There's a rift in space. Um, Scully's like, are you crazy? Which, you know, yeah. Yep. Yes. Yes. So Mulder says that she has to convince the crew to turn the ship around. If she doesn't, history will change. He will never exist. She will never exist. It's serious. She's got to get going. And then he's like, all right, I'm going to be leaving her. I'm never going to see this version of Scully again. Mm-hmm. Maybe, 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 maybe it's time. Maybe it's time. So then he's like, well, Scully, in case we never meet again. And then uh, then they just kind of make out for 30 straight seconds. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. <laughs> Wow. In shadow, though. In shadow. Yeah, we don't really see much. Yeah. But they do make up. This wasn't just like a little peck. No, like, no, no. It was like, they keep it was going. like 15 whole seconds. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So they kiss, and then uh, it's uh, Mulder jumps off the ship. Well, she does punch him in the face. <laughs> she punches him in the face. Yeah. Yes. Which I think it would have been funny if uh, Skinner had responded the same way to Scully kissing him. <laughs> just like a her in the yeah. elevator. 
Um, it's also very funny, like, uh, I don't know, it, like, hurts. She's like, ow, yeah. ow. Yeah, it hurts her much more than it hurts Mulder. <laughs> yes, it does. And then he leaps off the ship. Yeah. Wow. What a dashing, swashbuckling hero. <laughs> I, <guess. laughs> I don't know. Um, very real that Mulder is only able to make a move when it's not the real Scully. Yes. And yeah. that he would immediately jump off the ship to get <laughs> away from the situation. <laughs> he does not want to see her reaction. He's like, no, no. I am out of here. Relatable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know? The realest he's ever been. Yeah. It's yeah. true. Mm-hmm. Um, but she does throw a little life preserver after him. She does. And that's the one that we saw at the beginning of the episode. Mm-hmm. Thanks, mm-hmm. girl. Yeah. Um, so we we do cut. It's a new scene. We're in a hospital room back in 1998. Mulder is in bed. Skelly's hovering over him and says, Mulder, it's me. <laughs> Which is in, in real life, in person. So Skelly, funny. Skelly, he can see you. <laughs> he knows. <laughs> Frankly, you don't even really have to say it on the phone, but no. it's very cute. Yeah. Um, and Mulder's like, oh, I feel like hell. <laughs> She's like, yep, you did something incredibly stupid. And uh, tells him that he went looking for a ship in the Bermuda Triangle and was in a shipwreck. Uh, the lone gunman kind of waltz into the room with Skinner. I like... I like their energy. I want to like spend more time with the lone gunman and Skinner alone and see what they talk about. It feels about. like they hang sometimes. Yeah, because this is the second time they've at least that they've been in a hospital room with Mulder together. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and I don't know, maybe they hang out. Maybe they hang out. It's fine. Anyway, so um, you know, Skinner uh, throw like he has brought flowers. Yes, yes. But he just like throws them angrily on Mulder's bedside table, which is also the funniest possible option to yes. like he doesn't want he wants to make it clear that he was thinking about him but he's mad about it <laughs> yeah of course yeah. Um, and i assume this is a weekend which is why he's allowed to be here or does mm. kirsch not know i feel like skinner is here illicitly mm. yeah what a bad boy yeah oh my god mm-hmm. Mulder does the whole wizard of oz thing where he's like you were there and you were there and you were there but not you lone gunman you were not in the 30s yeah oh. you were quintessentially 90s men who could not exist i mean there. they kind of are yeah yeah uh and you know i don't know Mulder is like telling Skelly very earnestly that she saved the world in 1939 on this ship and no one believes him Aww. they're just like okay Mulder that's you're on drugs. That's fine. They pat his little head. It was a ghost ship. Like, th- no one was on it. We saw the ship. I mean, it's pretty wild that the Queen Anne randomly showed up in the middle of the Bermuda Triangle, but it was not a time warp to mm-hmm. the 1930s. And Mulder just keeps trying to explain to them that the two of them were on the ship. Um, and he's like, he's like hitting her like hip while he talks about this, which is cute. <laughs> I don't know. Um, and Lone Gunman and Skinner are like, okay, this is classic Mulder. Let's give him some space. <laughs> he's, he's losing it again. Yeah. And so they walk out, leaving the, the boot crew alone. Skinner does tell Mulder that he's going to, when he gets out of here, he's going to kick his butt. Yeah. And he says it like so good naturedly. <laughs> like, what the hell? <laughs> oh, Mulder, when you get out uh, of here, I'm going to kick your butt. <laughs> so sweet. Isn't he supposed to be like actually mad at them or like pretending to be actually mad at them? Um, <laughs> he's not pulling it off. He's just happy to see him. This man loves him. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, and so they're all gone. It's just Mulder and Skelly. And Mulder is like, you know, you you didn't know me, but you believed me. And he's got like big heart eyes. Oh, <laughs> he's, he's feeling it. And Skelly's like, yeah, whatever. In your dreams. <laughs> um, which is like also very funny because she like immediately jumped into action and 
the present day. Yeah. At the hint of him being but a danger. But she's not gonna admit it. No, she'll never tell him that. Yeah. <laughs> this is a secret for Mulder. Um, and, you know, he, she's like doing the Wizard of Oz thing again. She's like, just close your eyes and think there's no place like home. And she starts to walk away, but Mulder calls her back and stares deeply. Gazes. Into her, gazes into her beautiful blue eyes and just very earnestly says, I love you. And then she just like rolls her eyes and goes like, oh, brother, and then just leaves. And then he just like lovingly touches his cheek where he got punched by 1930s Skelly. Just like with the biggest hard eyes still. Yeah. He's loving it. Yeah. Fiend. Aww. That's beautiful. Aww. I feel like that's the best response he could hope for <laughs> to a declaration of love. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, because he, he already did, like, the uh, whatever. He already did it before, mm. and she got stung by a bee. Yeah, so. that's true. He's try- He's like, keeps trying. <laughs> he does. Like, he does. He's given his best shot, but he is. She's, she's not responding well. <sighs> well, well, the end. That's it. Whew, I feel like I have to take, like, several Ooh. deep breaths. Take a whew, calm down. Yeah. Wow. Wow. The energy. There were off no the charts. cuts. Well, there were cuts. Up. There were cuts, but they were hidden well. Yeah. And, you know, I just have to imagine that, that that the man that wrote and directed this has the same kind of energy that it's probably <laughs> like he's probably as kind of tiring to be around. I would guess. Yeah. Just um, unrelenting. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. No. So enthusiastic. No pauses. No breaks in his speech <laughs> or anything. Just like. Never so power, ending. Powerful energy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Should we talk about the director's commentary right now? Um, we could or let I don't sure, know. Is that a, is that a who it. the crew situation? We're in the who the crew now. We're in the who the crew. Okay. Alright, let's talk about the commentary. Okay. Um so we we watched a little bit of Chris Carter's commentary <laughs> and I think he was on Quaaludes. <laughs> is my guess he's just like the whole time like well to be fair he's not being set up for success here because it's Mm -hmm. boring anytime there's only one person yes but it seems like there should have been interesting background story because it's like an interesting episode that's Mm -hmm. filmed in a strange way for this show so it feels like there should have been something behind the scenes stories his i whatever the process of writing uh, it all he could get was like um it was it was great because the um, the actors they showed up, um, <laughs> they knew their lines. They, they all knew their lines. And that's like all he said. There's nothing. There's nothing interesting. <laughs> Maybe he had like not been able to sleep for like five hours. I... Or, sorry, five hours. <laughs> well, he has to sleep every five hours, or he gets tuckered out. Maybe that's the problem. <laughs> yeah, it was. Um... No enthusiasm in this man's voice. Yeah. Yeah. He was more monotone than Mulder. (laughs) Mm -hmm. For an episode that he wrote and directed. That was very exciting and fun. Yes. It was very funny. When we got to the kiss scene, he was just like, like, with the deadest voice possible, he was like, this is what the fans have been waiting for. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like, no joy, no emotion. Like, he, so like someone resigned. had a gun to his head forcing him to write this in. It was, like, ten seconds of silence before that and after that. <laughs> it's like, well, I guess I have to comment on this. It was like he was trying to see how far he could get without even acknowledging that it happened. <laughs> and he's like, fine. So funny. I'll say something. Did we get to the, the love confession? Did he say anything? Oh, we did he quit. just, like, leave? Yeah, I think he just 
just left. He like always leaves that way. He's like not there. <laughs> I mean, I, you gotta respect it. <laughs> you know, that's probably what I would do as the director's commentary person. Yeah. I don't know. Mm. It's very funny. What a guy. Yeah. What love a guy. Him. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, so it's like there was a lot of great, um, I don't know, insights. Yes. So you should check it out. But they knew their lines. Um, what else? Did, I mean, I guess he like talked a little bit about like the hidden cuts and stuff like rope. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if we yeah. had watched the whole thing, there probably would have been. We were yeah. skipping around. To be fair. Yeah. 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 All right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. But so. but tell me more about this uh, who the crew in this episode. I would love to. Okay. Oh, I did notice so in the like the Wikipedia article on every single episode they have like in every episode they have like a short description of like what the show is like skeptic Scully mm. investigates weird stuff with Believer Mulder whatever. Mm-hmm. In every single episode. But on this particular episode, there was like an extra little bit that mentioned that uh, the two of them have developed a very close relationship. Oh. That They don't have that on every episode, <laughs> but it was on this one. Nice. So, um, they know. Just a little, just a little special. Wikipedia is uh, shipping thing. them too. Yeah. All right. So uh, Chris Carter developed the idea for this episode while he was working on the red and the black because he, did he direct that episode? I can't remember. He was involved in it, but while they were doing that, um, he used so much film that the crew made him like a mock trophy <laughs> for using so much film. That's pretty funny. So he was like, you know what? I'm going to make an episode that uses as little film as possible mm-hmm. to Fuck show you, you guys. <laughs> yeah. But more like, I'll show you guys. Yeah. That's, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> please. <laughs> please. Yeah. That yeah. was a little bit too emotional. That's true. And also, there is no way that this episode didn't cost like a million dollars more than other ones, right? Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, great segue. Okay. So they might not have used film, but they used time. They did. Um, so he, yes. Yeah, so he designed this particularly to kind of uh, mimic the style of Alfred Hitchcock's Rope. Great flick. Uh, great movie. Yes. Mm. Um, so the Fox ex- executives were kind of hesitant to green light production on this episode because it was going to uh, exceed their $2.5 million uh, episode budget. Mm. Um, but he, he persuaded them. He I guess persuaded them by telling them that the episode would feature elements of Hitchcock's directing style. So that convinced them. Wow, okay. They're Hitchcock easy. lovers over there. Like, well, if you're going to do rope, that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> we can put up with rope. We love rope. We're rope. We're big rope heads over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah I've yeah. got the, the little uh, pop, figurine. pop figurine of the rope. Definitely. Um, so the the ship was filmed on a retired British uh, ocean liner, the RMS Queen Mary, which is moored at Long Beach and currently serves as a hotel. Ooh, fancy. Mm-hmm. That's kind of fun. Um, so they had to... So it's like, I guess moored close to close to the city close to long beach so in order to block out all of the lights from the city they had to erect all of this wraparound um scaffolding around mm. the ship's bridge scaffolding oh. in an episode where Mulder and scully kiss that's interesting isn't it interesting. and skinner and scully there's a lot yeah, of action yes, happening in this true. episode i'm sorry i can't forget that that's also very yeah. important um just just saying it's like tripled the number of kisses on the show mm-hmm mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, they installed huge sprinkler systems to uh, do the rain, so it was not real rain. Um, they remodeled the entire ship so it would have more of a late 1930s feel to it. Um, I would stay in that ship. Yeah, it was a nice ship. It was a hotel, yeah. Looks fun. 
Um, so poor William B. Davis does not speak German. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Did he just show up to set and they were like, you got to do all your lines in German? Well, not quite to set, but he didn't realize that he would have to speak in German until he got the script. Oh, boy. And the lines were like, cigarette smoking man in German. He's like, what? Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> I, don't, I don't speak this language. Yeah. So they had uh, one of the German cast members record all of his dialogue onto a cassette. And then he just like phonetically memorized all the lines and he was like, I don't know. It was like that when Ron Perlman did that for a French movie. Oh. It's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> Why? I mean, I don't know. I mean, it works, I guess. I guess. I'd be curious what it sounds like to a I fluent mean, German speaker. It, it was probably bad. Mm. I, I, I have no idea because I don't speak German, but I assume it wasn't. It cr- sounded fine. Cr- <laughs> it sounded fine to me, but yeah. I don't know anything. Same. Um, I mean, I think it, it makes sense for this because it's just like one episode of TV it of is. a TV show. It's a little weird to do that for like a whole movie though, yeah. I think. But yeah. when you have like four lines, like sure. It's true. I yeah. mean it makes sense for this one. Mm-hmm. Um so uh more cast lore. So the only cast member of the X Files who or main cast member who did speak German was Mitch Pileggi. Ooh. So he I guess had studied in Germany and he had to rewrite a lot of his lines in German because <laughs> he said they didn't make any sense. Hell yeah. So. Wait, who did the translation original? Well, whatever. I don't know. Hell yeah, go Mitch Pileggi. Yeah. Love that guy. And his smoldering sexual energy. Yes, of course. Um, so, uh, if you noticed, the episode was designed to look like it was recorded in four un- uninterrupted 11-minute takes. I did not notice that. You did. I know. You did. Um, so to film the episodes of the camera operator ha- were like a steady cam, and the steady cam could only hold a maximum of four minutes of film. So Whoa. they did have to add in some special little cuts. But yeah. so what is that? Two cuts per act? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Um, so the cuts were usually made during like whip pans or in scenes when the screen goes dark. Um, the cast and crew said it was a very challenging process i would imagine I'm sure it was oh. um <clears throat> so during the fbi scene where scully was going up and down in the elevator so they just had like the the set with the elevator doors and then they would close the doors uh-huh. and then everybody behind would like change the set and the people would move around and uh-huh. like they weren't it wasn't a real elevator they yeah. were just changing the set um, behind the doors, so that's okay. fun. I was wondering, like, which way they did it—if they like moved the elevator set to face a new direction, or if they yes. had to change the sets themselves. They changed the sets themselves. Mm. Um, so they did ruin a couple shots because they opened the doors too early, and uh, there were like cast members running around. Damn so. it! Yeah, they should have made all the cast members wear suits so they just looked like they were in you the FBI. So. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Maybe. Just kidding. But they would have had, like, microphones and clipboards and, you know, whatever. I mean, whatever. the FBI has microphones and clipboards. They, I guess. They're always listening to people. B- and boom mics. And- <laughs> and don't, well, they're not They're not good at surveillance. Sure, okay. sure, sure. Just the people at Mulder's house. Mm. Just, what if he had, like, a boom mic from his, <laughs> from his surveillance? That- Mulder would still be surprised. Yeah, he'd be like, what is this? <laughs> what is this doing here? I need to call yeah. my landlord. Oh. Yeah, poor Mulder. Who's also a spy. I assume so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. The editor, Luis Innes, said that the post-production process was very challenging. She had to connect 40 shots and create the illusion of one uniform scene. So Mm. it would be challenging. She she did do a good job. Good for Luis. Clap for Luis. (laughs) Okay. 
Um, the episode has a lot of references to the Wizard of Oz. Um, the captain's name is Captain Harburg. The ballroom singer was Elmira Gulch, who is uh, the Wicked Witch of the West. Mm. <clears throat> um, her band is the Lollipop Guild. Uh, the ship is the Lady Garland. Um, I don't know what else. Uh, whatever. There's no place like There's home. There's no place like you home. You were there. You were there. Yep. Yep. So many references, mm-hmm. but not in Kansas. Nope. Interesting. Mess isn't it? Up. Interesting. So the Thor's hammer thing was, the concept was a real thing, but the name was an invention of the writers. So they did research on the World War II atomic research project and the actual code name was development of substitute materials so they were like that's boring that is so boring they created the name thor's hammer because okay. it's more exciting it does sound cooler yes <clears throat> um yeah and then i did like so on the uh episodes what do you call it the uh, the teaser the teaser there uh, Episode's tagline was, Tonight they get carried away. On a doomed voyage, the passion between Mulder and Scully is finally unstoppable. Oh, my. Which is very dramatic. It is very dramatic. Yeah. So I enjoyed that. But I guess true. Yeah. Well, yeah. They should have said in little tiny parentheses, fake Scully. (laughs) And Skinner. And Skinner. (laughs) Even smaller. (laughs) And even smaller. And maybe Kirsch. Maybe. Question mark. Unclear. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. All right. All right. Well, thank you for sharing that with me. Um, would we like to move on to Blazer Watch? This yes. is the segment where we talk about the fashion in the episode. Uh, and I mean, I really just have the one. I only I have two. Know. Okay. I have like, there's Nazi outfits. I don't know. Oh, well, I have <laughs> 1939 Scully. Well, no, that's, that's my one. Oh, I was like, I guess there's Nazi outfits, but my like one actual one is I see, 1930 I see. Scully. Yes. Uh, she's got curled hair. She's got red lipstick. She's got a fancy 1930s dress. Yeah, it's like a red um, satin ball gown mm-hmm, with a mm-hmm. plunging back. Mm-hmm. And they showed us the biceps. Yeah, they did. We asked, they delivered. They did. They, they even like showed them off when mm-hmm. they had her put they her did. arms behind her. She was, and she was like threatening to punch Mulder. Yeah. And uh, they gave us what we wanted. That's good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Chris Carter. Yeah. Um, I also had, just have... As a bullet point, Mulder's sweaty self. He is quite sweaty. Yeah. Yeah. He's like walking through steam. Yeah. And he just got, you know, pulled up out of the water, too. It's it's yes. a tough day for him. Yes. Very true. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Well, that's all I got. That's all I got. Let's move on to FBI Do, which is the segment where we talk about the development of the romantic relationship between the Boo crew. And we do this on, you know, this is all so relevant. Yeah. (laughs) We do this on a doomsday clock scale where 10 minutes to midnight is far from love and zero minutes to midnight is right in that atomic blast zone of love. Uh, We like to give examples from the episode at hand to make sense of that scale. So who would we say is 10 minutes to midnight in this episode, which is far from love? Um, I have Scully and Spender. Yeah. He's a big old weasel. Yes, he is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have me and Scully because of how she treated Kimberly. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) But not really. That is is tough. Not really, obviously. It's fine. I forgive her. Mm -hmm. Uh, Who would we say is zero minutes to midnight in this episode? Um, I have Scully and Skinner. Natch. That's what I have. Yes. Of course. And uh, Skinner and Kirsch. Yes. Oh, yeah. okay. I like this. I like yeah. this. Yeah. yeah. This bold new take. Divorced dads. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Who have to deal with their troubled children. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's tough. Skinner's the fun dad. Kirsch is the hard <laughs> ass. You know. Skinner's such a fun guy. 
I mean, he is, but despite himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Against his will, I think. He's got real uh, would adopt a kid but be bad about it energy. Mm -hmm. You know, your your Joel from... Your Joel Millers. From... What's it called? I know what it's called. The Last of Us. There you go. Your Logans from your Logans. Logan. Not your Logan no, no, Roy's. No, 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 no. No, Wolverine. Your Wolverine Logans. Yeah. yeah. Your, uh, your, what's another one? Um, Rule of threes. Your. There's so many, and I can't think uh, of a single one. Your Mandalorian. Your Mandalorian, thank you. Yeah. Yes. Yep. But just two Pedro Pascal yeah, from there, right? <laughs> He's got a brand. Listen, he's good at it. Yeah, he's, he's making it work. Yeah. Um, okay. Where would we put the Boo Crew on the scale in this episode? It's a tricky one. It is. Like a, a one? I guess. I mean, I mean, it's their first actual real kiss, but, but it's, it's not, not really, really scully. scully. And it was filmed in darkness. <laughs> I feel I, like Chris Carter insisted on that. Probably. <laughs> he was like, I'll do it. <laughs> But I'm not. But you gonna can't sh- see anything. I'm not going to show you details. Yeah, yeah. Fuck you guys. And it's not going to really be Scully. <laughs> there you go. Um, I need full frontal nudity, or I, I'm not going to be satisfied. <laughs> well, I'm sorry With to the re- spotlight. You know, I try not to spoil anything, <laughs> but I'm sorry to say that you are going to be disappointed. They, they never do a full frontal nudity no, kiss. They, they do. <laughs> they do not. Wow. I'm sorry. Wow. I'm sorry. That's disappointing. But I have good news. Yes. There are places you can go to get that. Uh, Mulder and Scully? Yes, of Mulder okay. and Scully. Okay, good, good. Yes. Okay. Yes. Perfect. Mm-hmm. You'll send me some links, I assume? <laughs> sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we get that. We get a declaration of love from Mulder. We do. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, an earnest he's, declaration yeah. of love. He's being earnest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's not buying it. Yeah, but she she knows. Yeah. It's like, uh, you know, it's the it's the Han Leia thing. That's you know, true. I love you, I know. That's true. Yeah. That's kind of beautiful. Yeah. It's their dynamic. It is. Come on. It's sweet. Come on. It's cute. I like Whatever. It. Do you think the lone gunmen tell him after? Well, I guess they weren't there, so they didn't really know. I was going <laughs> to say, would they uh, blow up her spot to Mulder and tell him <laughs> that she was freaking out and, like, going above and beyond to... I mean, they saw her getting into that car, and she was the, sweating buckets. That's and- <laughs> true. And Spender was chasing them. So that's a good point. they know. They know. The, I mean, I guess he'll also probably find out because you know Spender will be like, "Hey, Skelly tried to kill me." <laughs> yeah. And when she gets in trouble yeah. for that, is Skinner gonna tell Mulder about the kiss though? Ooh. Ooh. Is Mulder gonna find out about that? That's a really good point. Would he be mad? I don't know. Hmm. Because he's making out with Skinner every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they have... They're the Scoo crew, you know? They have their they have their thing going on. But they don't have a dynamic together. Like, no, they I don't. I mean, they have a, a dynamic, but yeah. like, they're not going on dates, all three of them. No, 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 no. No, no. They're... I don't know. They've all got... They've all got interesting, distinct relationships with one another. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. And and like we talked about, clearly not the first time it's happened. No. So does Mulder know about the previous times that Skinner and Skelly have smooched? I think if this has happened before, then he knows. Okay. Right? Yeah, probably. If this had been the first time, like, maybe it would have been a shock. But I think if this has happened before. How did he find out about it before? Uh, would Skinner just tell him? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Mulder, I, um... 
<laughs> I was down in the office earlier, and Skelly was just there, and she just she just kissed me. <laughs> what, do, what do I do, man? What's my move? <laughs> What's my move? Um, yeah, I guess maybe mm. or Kimberly. Oh, Kimberly. God, she's such a we- she is a bit of a weasel, isn't she? I mean, I love her, but well. Actually, you she hates what? Mulder, though, probably. No, I'm changing my mind. I'm changing my mind. She loves... She would never do that to Skinner. Yeah. She if she would do it the other way around. Oh, yeah. She would tell Skinner about it, but she would not betray... Yeah. She would yeah. tell Skinner anything. Yeah. Hmm. But it might be in her little book, because she has to, like, organize all his orgies and everything. Mm. Like, does she t- make note? Is she, like, Skelly, Skinner, kiss? Yeah. Episode <laughs> <laughs> three, season six. Yep, yep, yep. Um, and then maybe Mulder could like you know maybe seen it on her he lunch waits break. until she goes to lunch yeah, yeah. yes hmm. he's just yes. curious what Skinner's getting up to yeah who wouldn't hmm. be <laughs> that's right I mean I am yeah fascinating yeah. okay okay All right. that's beautiful so yeah like a one I guess I mean they're just kind of openly in love at this point yeah cool it just is what it is just is what it is good for them I love that for them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Even the FBI acknowledges it. They're like, they're, we'll have them work together. I don't know. Why not? Yeah. <clears throat> There's no separating these two. No. You mm. can't if you wanted to. And they do. I mean, it's cruel that they are trying to separate Skinner from them. I know. I think it would have been fun if they had let them all <laughs> go together to a new department. <laughs> they could. I mean, they could all like sit in the same office. Yeah. Like a little broom closet somewhere. Can you imagine how wacky that would be? I want to see them all shoved into a broom closet and they have like i don't know child-sized desks yes <laughs> you know yes. their knees sticking everywhere and God. elbowing each other in the face and skelly fits fine well she, <laughs> she's good she's good but yeah. um yes that would be very good yes there was a lot of um good shots of skelly yelling at very tall men in this episode very yeah. close up mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. she yelled at a lot of tall men oh yeah and i liked that i liked that too mm-hmm. giving the people what they want yes thank you yeah Okay. Well, I guess that's that's FBI do, right? I mean, we'll talk more about it as we wrap up the episode at the end. Yes. But I think it's time to move into. Oh my lord! It's the it's monster train monster truck, boat monster boat of the week. Yes, that's the segment where we talk about this week's monster. Yeah, and also our special little guy if we have one, which um, we didn't. I don't have one. I don't have one. Yeah. There's too much going on. We didn't have time yeah. for... There was too much going on canonically that we didn't have time to latch on to yeah. a <laughs> unreal <laughs> secondary character. What What are you... Tertiary character. <laughs> Background extra. extra. What are you implying about our special little guys? <laughs> I don't know. That you? they're very important and real. Thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They all have pages on the X-Files Wikipedia, I assume. They do. But anyway, beyond that, let's talk about this week's monster of the week. Um... I just had Spender, because he's a little shit. I had Weasel Spender, too. Yeah. Yeah. Not regular Spender. Weasel Spender. Yeah, yeah. 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 Just the instant that she needed something from him. I know, right? Him. He goes crying to daddy. What a loser. God. Isn't he embarrassed <sighs> that his... I mean... That's what I'm saying. You gotta go talk to your daddy. Have some respect for You're yourself. You're an adult man. Ugh. Whatever. What's he doing? <sighs> you know, I guess he's a real uh, Kendall, I guess. Well, yeah. Actually, well, mm-hmm. well... A little. A little bit. A little bit. Hmm. And he kind of looks like him, too. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to decide if it's just because he, like, sort of looks like him that <laughs> I'm saying this. I don't know. But maybe. Hmm. He's skinny. He's got dark hair. He's a sad sack. 
I feel like it'd be fun if everyone else on the X-Files still just talked like normal X-Files dialogue, <laughs> but, but Spender talked like succession dialogue. Uh, fucking, uh, <laughs> dad, Scully, uh, <laughs> What are the optics on this? <laughs> I guess this is bringing it back to our Succession or X-Files quotes game. I would actually love that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's the only one who can drop F-bombs. <laughs> and he's, like, got 15 yes. per line. Well, he has to, yeah. 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 Feels right. <laughs> I mean, it would be endearing in a way. Yeah, yeah. a little bit. Um, yeah. Okay, so anyway, <laughs> let's, let's move on to our favorite scene or moment from the episode, which is a little bit tougher because there's four scenes. So it might be more of a moment Plus situation. Plus the cold open. Five scenes. Yeah. Was that your favorite scene? The cold open? <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> what if it was? Well, Do you it have was... a problem with that? No, it's great. It was a nice leisurely shot of some water. I also liked it. It was relaxing. That's yes. what I liked about it. Yes. Yeah. It's not true. No, that's fair. What's your real favorite scene or moment, you jerk? <laughs> I'm going to kill you. <laughs> oh my god i was doing a little scully energy uh, yeah thank you <clears throat> um uh, yes <laughs> i lost my train of thought there. sorry is it because uh, i threatened a little you? bit i was scared yeah i was scared i'd like to apologize um i mean i guess that's like kind of it's like hard to say because it's it's scully and the fbi yeah yeah <laughs> it's great yep um it, it's such a good sequence it's energetic it's fast-paced it's fun it's inventive jillian anderson is very funny yes uh, and she can tell that she is having a great time oh yeah um is stretching her acting chops um i love watching scully threaten people uh <laughs> yes. it's very fun mm-hmm. um she's just running all over the place Getting stuff done. Getting stuff done. I quite enjoyed it. Yes. Five star scene. Yes. Um. It. That's also mine. Listen. Come on. She. She goes into hyperdrive to save Mulder, uh, mm-hmm. which is something we often don't see because normally we're like following Mulder doing his stupid shit, and then she just like shows up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but this time we get to see what happens behind the scenes. So maybe every time Mulder's in danger, this happens. <laughs> I mean, I would assume, right? That's why Skinner's not shocked. He's like, yeah, mm-hmm. this happened last week. Yeah. <laughs> You made out with me because I got information to save Mulder on the last episode. It's fine. Mulder ha- ate an expired tuna sandwich from the uh, cart downstairs and he came in here freaking oh, out. Oh, man. He would, too. Yeah. Oh. poor Tommy. Yeah. I feel like he's probably got a, a stomach of steel. Mulder? Yeah. Because I feel like he probably eats expired stuff all the time. <laughs> he feels like he would. I feel like that's right. I'm just, like, sad because I want to say that he has a, a grumbly little tummy. Yeah. Um. <laughs> well, someone else could have a grumbly little tummy. Yeah. Does Skinner have a grumbly little tummy? No. I know. <laughs> no, he really doesn't. I mean, yeah. Byers does. Well, that's true. But, you know. I know. Hmm. Spender is probably popping, like, 25 antacids every yeah. single day. Yeah. Yeah. Which is fair. Yeah. Hmm. Mm. Okay. <clears throat> um, yeah. I mean, it's a great scene. I also I also have a moment. Okay. I also quite enjoy. I mean, the split screen montage is great, and when the Scullies pass each other, yeah, have a little moment. That's fun. Yeah, it's you know echoes across time. Mm -hmm. Forget Mm -hmm. about it. Yeah. Forget about it. (laughs) Forget about it. Forget about it. Forget about it. All right, now it's time for us to rate the episode, which we do on a scale of zero to five alien head emojis. What are we gonna give Triangle? 
Um, well, you know, I want to give it a three because it's a it's, it's a triangle. Well, you can give it three out of three. I could, but that's not our scale, is it? It's no. out of five. But we've we've done silly scales before. Rarely, it has to be special. <laughs> we have done silly silly scales, but it's always like it adds up to five. That's true. <laughs> That's right. You could do a triangle sandwich <laughs> do with some stars. Sure, let's do that. Okay, I'm not going to do that. Okay, it's very confusing. <laughs> yes, it is. So, um, it's a great episode. Mm. Uh, love it. It's one of my favorites. Um, I do enjoy how in like whatever latter half X Files they've just decided to get real weird with it. Yeah, they're like we've done all of the straight X Files, and now we're just gonna be weird. We're gonna be silly, and you're gonna deal with it. And I'm loving it. Whether you like it or not. I love it. Yeah. Um, uh, it's it's ambitious. It's energetic. Uh, it's very well directed. Uh, it's very inventive. Um, the action is really good. The I like... I, I mean, the fact that they tried to make it look like four continuous shots is very uh, interesting. But I almost like that it, that it wasn't because it's like more inventive that they have to try and fit them in so that's fun um love scully running through the halls of the fbi to save Mulder. it's a great scully episode um i like all of the alternate versions of the characters and i feel like all of the the roles that they got slotted into in the 30s like supported their overarching role on the show very well um Especially America Loving Skinner. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Which is God the most important. America. <laughs> and get your asses out of here. So funny. Ooh. We got to get that sound clip. Yeah. That's so important. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Uh, I'll try um, to remember that. That'll be the clip for the episode. Okay. <laughs> God bless America and get your asses out of here. Um, I love how delighted Mulder is when he finds out, finds out that he's like time traveled. Um, he's he's loving it. We're mm-hmm. all loving it. Um, the music is really great. Um, I you know I love the I love you oh brother, very funny, very funny. Yeah. Um, love the kiss that isn't a kiss. I don't know. It's a great episode. It is. Uh, I had a great time. Mm-hmm. I love it. It's perfect from beginning to end. I'm going to give it five alien head emojis. Whoa. So there. Was it a perfect little episode? You know what? Mm-hmm. It was a perfect little episode. Thanks, Chris. Yes. Thank you. Um, I do also like the style. Uh, so I don't know if you noticed, but it's kind of like Hitchcock's rope. <laughs> I thought you were going to say something real for a second. Okay. I mean, that is real. No, I know. <laughs> to be fair. Which uh, is a movie that is um, filmed to look like it is one continuous shot uh, in real time. I don't mm-hmm. know if you've ever heard of it. I have. They have a dead body mm-hmm. kind of in a trunk and they yeah, host you. a party. Great movie. Yeah. Yep. Great flick. Got to check it out. Um, Jimmy Stewart. and Jim Stewart. <laughs> I, I said Jimmy, but I swallowed the E at the end. <laughs> Jimmy Stewart. The rest. H- Harley... Something. Lots of famous people. Harley Fluffenfeld. I love Harley Fluffenfeld. <laughs> is actually my favorite actor. Name. Harley Fluffenfeld is a great actor. And, oh. Uh, I really liked him in yeah, Rope. He was really good. Um, Farley Granger okay. is his name. <laughs> Farley Granger. Nice. All right. Um, but yeah, it's like the... Uh, 
the style can allow like since it's an actual time it can allow both the leisureliness of the opening shot where it's like you know i mean it's a shipwreck so it's distressing and Mulder's dead or whatever but it's like a very leisurely shot or it can add to the urgency of like the FBI scene where they're rushing about and there's lots of action so it can it's dual purpose Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. um just like real life where sometimes things move slow and sometimes they move fast wow you know are you saying that's the nature of time yes wow Einstein predicted it interesting Mm mm-hmm um, the Skelly Skinner kiss was pretty wild. Um, I like that they just put that in there. I just moved on. Skelly's just unhinged. I mean, I, I think it's nice when we see the episodes that show how unhinged she also is. Because mm-hmm. we're always seeing Mulder yeah. losing it. But, like, there's a reason they get along. And there's a reason that she is still, like, involved in all of this. I mean, she would have yes. left if she was a normal person. Mm-hmm. She also has her issues, which I love for her. Yes. Um, so it is good to get to see a little bit more of that. Um, I don't want to keep bringing up this book because I feel like we talk about it every week. But, you know, the book Between Men by Sedgwick, <laughs> the academic oh. analysis um, yes. of, like, Western literature where there are regularly uh, situations or stories where there's two men and a woman that they're both, like, somehow romantically attached to as a way of filtering homoerotic uh, energy. I'm just saying, the, there's two kisses in this. Yeah. Skinner, Skelly, Mulder, Skelly. Right. I'm just saying. Yeah? Mulder, Skinner. Why would they when? call the episode Triangle? It's called Triangle. It's all right there. Hello? Mulder, Skinner, kiss one. Come on. Come on. Bring We've it been me. on this boat from the beginning. Bring it to me. <sighs> it's fine. Love it. I love that Skelly's getting action. <laughs> yes. Um, I... Like you said, at some point, like, these versions of Nazis are obviously, like, comic book, just generic bad guys um, who are just, like, ridiculous and and just standing in for the concept of an enemy, basically. Um, I do think it's funny that they're basically explicitly comparing Nazis to, like, the FBI and the CIA um, in a way. I don't think they meant that. I think they are accidentally implying something a little more radical than they meant to. Aren't they implying, because all of the Nazi characters are aligned with the syndicate. Well, Skinner's there, too. Right, but, like, in his role as supporting the syndicate. I guess. Uh, I guess. I don't know. I want it to be the FBI. Well, sure, sure. Because they are bad. (laughs) We all want it to be the FBI. No, you're probably right. But can I write a five-paragraph essay pretending that it's... Yes, you can. Comparing the FBI to Nazis? Yes, you can. Okay. I mean, I guess they've, like, you know, they've done it before with... I mean, they've explicitly brought up Operation Paperclip, so... Yes. You know. Yeah, they talk about it. Yeah. But anyway. Um, I already said we get a lot of good height difference shots of Skelly yelling at tall men in close proximity, which is good. <laughs> I also just think it's very funny that, like, the big bad of the show just works at the office with them. <laughs> so, like, like, what if you just, like, ran into, I mean, I don't know, who's another big bad in, like, um, fantastical stuff? It's uh, not Voldemort, because I can't use that pole anymore. Um, that's like, Sa- Sauron? Sure, like, Sauron. You run into him at the water cooler? Like, do they just, like, run into the smoking man? I mean, I guess they do. Like, in the cafeteria? Yeah. You know he's sitting there eating an egg salad sandwich or whatever. Oh, he would, too. <laughs> he would, too. He would. That's so typical of him. Yeah. Um, so I just think that's very funny to imagine. Yeah. 
And it's like, I, you know, obviously it's true and we've seen it many times, but it's like when you see Skelly get out of the elevator and they're just like standing there, it really brings it home. Mm-hmm. Um, Spender being a perpetual bullying victim is very good. I love that. Always. I love that even Skelly gets in on it. Uh, he deserves it. Um, we already talked about Chris Carter's desperate sadness when he says, <laughs> this is what the people were waiting for <laughs> or whatever. We need that clip too. <laughs> what the people wanted um and yeah i already talked about my love of the lone gunman and skinner hanging out in hospital rooms together like what do they talk about i don't know um i feel like they're not they're not buds by like they would not choose to hang out with each other but like you know when they're stuck in a hospital waiting room together yeah like they would chat i don't know about what yeah um i mean skinner was pretty like He's in a good mood, this one. Yeah, I feel he's like he chumming could, with them. He could chum around. Yeah. Hmm. Did, I don't know. Do the lone gunmen like sports? They don't feel like they would, but maybe. I mean, my f- instinct is no, but like, you know, people do like sports, Yeah, I guess. The weather. They could talk about the weather. They could talk about the weather. I don't know. I, I do like your observation that like the only characters that are not twinned are the lone gunmen because they are the most 90s men on earth they just can't yeah it feels right yeah yeah hmm. um and they just love boats on the show a lot of boats they you know, do the love a, boat. a big boat mm-hmm. love that mm-hmm. um so yeah i i liked it quite a bit as well um i gave it a 4.5 out of five alien head emojis yeah. am i scared to give a five I mean, we're in season six. I need to just start yeah. doing it. You just got to go with your heart, right? It was pretty fun. Skelly was great. She was threatening to kill coworkers. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> we all love that. What if you just walked into a coworker's office and screamed that at them? I mean, you know, depends on the coworker, I guess. Yeah. I mean, if you worked with Spender. I mean. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Okay, I'll just give it. I'll go crazy. All right. Oh boy, you got oh me. Oh my god. You got me. I'll give five, five out of five alien Look head emojis. I'll give it. Okay, okay, got it. Character growth. Thank you. Okay. Thank, I mean, come on. We get two smooches. We get a love confession. We get funny. We get yelling. We get one <laughs> shot. We get technical beauty. We do. Are you kidding me? Come on. Come on. Love it. We get all my favorite characters. It's a fun time. We get Skinner being great. We get Mulder getting manhandled. Yes. I mean, it's all there. He gets hit so many times. (laughs) Like, it feels like it would have been unpleasant to film. I mean, obviously, they weren't actually hitting him. Yeah. But they're, like, dragging him. It's true. I don't know. Maybe that's how he gets to set every day. Just drag him. He refuses to walk. That would be very funny. (laughs) Maybe. I don't know what they mean. Probably not. Probably not. Mm -hmm. Duchovny's probably more normal than Mulder. Yeah. I'm guessing. You think he's just like a dude? He's probably just a guy. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, that's all I got. That's all I got. All right. Great episode. Great time. I had great I people. had a good time. All right. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Well, next week we will be moving on. We will be talking about season six, episode four, Dreamland. Mm. We'll get some more uh, Breaking Bad alumni. Ah. And it's another goofy one. Ooh. Okay. Two goofs back to back. They're giving us two goofs back to back? (laughs) They are. On this show? They are. I'm going to be spoiled. Yeah. I love a goof. 
Well. You know I love a goof. You're going to get a goof. Okay. You're probably going to get more than one goof. I'd fucking better. Probably. To be honest with you. Wait, you got to guess what Breaking Bad slash Better Call Saul actor is Ooh. in this episode. Is it one who's in both? Is that a hint or is it just one of the it, He's the... Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's the X-Files. Come on. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> it's, of course, it's going to be a man. Okay, um, 19, he's in one of those. 1998. Why did my heart want to say Lalo? <laughs> Doesn't make oh. any sense. Um, if only. Maybe. I love Lalo. Yeah. Remember when he jumped that one time? That's great. <laughs> <laughs> he jumped so hard. Um... Okay, nope, I'm going to guess. Okay. Okay, 1998. I'm picturing yep. it yep. in my brain. Yes. On the X-Files. On the X-Files. A goofy episode. <laughs> what was, uh, you know, you know, you know his name. We all know him. He's famous. He's in a lot of Brian stuff. Brian Cranston. very good. No, he's already in it. <laughs> now, oh my God. The disrespect I'm putting Jonathan on this man Banks. right now is shaming me. But Saul himself. Oh, uh, oh Bob God. Odenkirk. Bob Odenkirk, thank <laughs> Good you. Good Lord. That was, I'm not proud wow. of that. Wow. I'm not proud that I forgot his name because he's America's sweetheart. <laughs> we all love it. Is it Bob Odenkirk? Maybe. Hmm. Could be. Or. Or. Mike Airman Trout. Could be. Or. Or Jesse's too young, right? He was still on a. Uh, he was probably still screaming on the prices, right? At that point, <laughs> right? <laughs> screaming, um, probably. Mm. I don't know. Mm. Maybe. And we already had Hank. Mm-hmm. We already had Brian Cranston. We had Tuco. And we had Tuco. Mm-hmm. They all are just on this. Probably list. had other people. There will be more to come, even yeah. after this. Wow. <clears throat> okay. Well. I don't know. Well, I will say... Bob Odenkirk was probably too... Well, no, but it was a big show. I was going to say it was probably too famous, but... I'll say it was none of those people. Ooh, okay. Um... (laughs) You get get two more guesses. Three more guesses. Three more guesses. And then we're... And then I'm going to pull the lever. No! (laughs) The the ejector lever. No, 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 no. no. Okay. (laughs) Who's another character? That I think you've named all the characters on. I know on the show. I know there's yeah. not that many. Mm. It's probably not Gomi. <laughs> nope, that's one. Damn it, it's not Gomi. <laughs> Shit. Um, I guess it theoretically could have been. Oh, Giancarlo? <laughs> no. Damn it. Okay, that's two. I got nothing. Ejector. Ejector. Well, okay. you'll find out next week. Okay. I'm not. I'm not even gonna tell you. You're not even gonna tell me. You're gonna find out next week. I guess I could tell you. If I get surprised and I get scared, do you? Do you want me? To, I could no, tell. You. It's okay. not a spoiler. That's no, okay. All right. You'll find out next. I week. I want to be scared. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, if you have any thoughts or would also like to guess who's on the next episode of The X Files that you've probably already seen, you can send us an email at skellynationpod at gmail dot com, and you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram, both of those at skellynationpod as well. Our intro and outro music is by Groove Master Putts, and you can get more of their music on Bandcamp. Also, if you're enjoying our podcast, please consider giving us a rating and a review on your podcatcher of choice, and uh, spread the word about the pod. Tell your friends, your family, and the past life version of The Love of Your Life mm-hmm. uh, about the podcast. 
because you will have to leave them to go back mm-hmm. to the present, but you can at least leave them with a memory of the podcast podcast that you uh, recommended to them. That's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like 1930s Skelly would react really well to that. She'd be like, oh, a podcast. I love that. That's a real thing that I know about. Uh-huh. I think even if she did, 1939 po- Scully would not be into podcasts. No. She's too busy. She's out in the town. Yeah. She's, she's punching she's, Nazis. You she's know? out in real life partying. Mm-hmm. Come on. Mm-hmm. She's the one they're making podcasts about. Exactly. Forget about it. There are 45 true crime podcast episodes about 1939 Scully. Oh, you yeah. know? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, would, I would listen to those. Yeah. Anyway, well, I've been your host, Amanda. And I have been Ella. And please remember, trust no one except for the triangle.